0: Welcome back, everyone,
1: to R2Cast number 59. Um, bit of an interesting one uh, today, and I'll get into in a minute why that is. But we'll introduce the guys that are on today first. Uh, Maria and Gordon, would you like to say hello? Hello. Hi. <laughs> that was the cutest little hi I have
0: ever
2: heard. Hello. Hi. Um,
0: before we get on into another excellent episode of the R2Cast, I would just like to thank the sponsor for the show today, the Scottish farmer. A weekly magazine highlighting everything you need to know regarding the Scottish agricultural industry, whether it's breaking news, events happening in the sector, market reports, classified ads, or just wholesome stories happening in the industry. The Scottish farmer's got it for you.
1: So, uh, (laughs) I always felt like I was gonna do like a James May and Grand tour there. Situation report viewers, this is, for those that follow R2K on Facebooks and Instagrams, not the first time we have recorded with the three of us. And there's multiple reasons for that. Uh, first off was, um, well, this is one of the reasons, but Gordon basically decided that they weren't good enough with computers and they would quite like the idea of filming it in person. And
2: funnily
1: enough about the computer thing, they've just proven that as we tried to set this up this evening. And... Uh, but the, the, the being in person thing was a great idea. I really enjoyed it. They were over for Aaron's show, which was the, the 3rd of the, uh, August. August was a really good day. Um, and the night before, once everything was set up, we came over. And I thought it would be a great idea to introduce these lovely people to Aaron Gold. And uh, we tried some Aaron Gold and we tried some more. And then we tried some whiskey and uh, we filmed it. An entertaining episode, a very good episode actually. It's very good. It is the longest episode I've ever recorded. <laughs> it is the only only episode over a hundred minutes, and it was fifteen minutes over hundred minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: really Do
1: you
3: know what was? I don't remember most of it, and I was really scared.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's about it's about three minutes off of two hours, um, uh, and I started to edit it, thinking this will be easy enough. It was like two screens facing each other. And it took me about three and a half hours and that had got me to seven minutes. So I bailed out and I was like, this is not happening, I can't do this. Uh, So we've decided to film again uh, on on the old Zooms. So um, yeah, and hopefully... Uh, it will be maybe an episode that we actually cover everything because we did forget a few things last time. Um, I was heavily pushing trying to get a sponsorship from Aaron Whiskey and I focused more on that than the guests. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was good fun. Was good uh, it, was, it was a good night. It was a good night. I never actually saw it. Well, I saw you guys the next day. I was obviously quite busy, as were you. Yeah. And, uh, but I never came over and spoke to you. <laughs> but I walked past you at one point and my mate... <laughs> I walked past you you were leaning against the side of the trailer and it looked like you had enjoyed your night. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually
3: had donuts for breakfast
1: and uh, it was great. Did you? Weighing <laughs> yeah. on Aaron, I don't know why that, because donuts aren't really an Aaron thing, but here, enough about our uh, failed escapades at film before, I'm sure this one will be very much up to standard, as was the last one if it wasn't for the editing site. Um... But, could you tell us, tell us about yourself, guys? Oh, actually, before we do this, one more thing, before they tell us. These are the biggest fans of the R2 cast. Um, they <laughs> they have the, the episode watched almost within the however long that duration of the podcast is after seven o'clock on the Friday evening. Um, super fans, so it must be a big day for them to meet your hero. Um, no. <laughs> could you tell I've us? I'm going to go as far as hero, but- <laughs> Well, yeah. ju- we'll just—I'll edit that wee bit out. Um, uh, because you clearly would, Gordon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> could you tell us a bit about yourselves, guys? From a from a background perspective, are yous from farming? Where are yous from? That sort of thing.
2: Yeah,
3: Um, well, I'm 29, and I'm from Ayrshire. Um, originally, I'm from a big, from a big family, so I'm not from farming, but I'm from a big family. Um, and we moved down to Muirkirk when I was three years old. So kind of brought up in the country but not in farming and um, the only kind of relationship I had with farming was really we were quite lucky that we got a couple of horses when we were younger and kept them on the neighbouring sheep farm so I got to kind of see him working with his sheep um, and then a tradition that me and my dad still do is we go to land at market every year and buy a turkey um, but that's the only kind of thing I had involved in farming uh, other than that I just loved working with animals and outside,
2: but not from farming.
1: Yeah. Yourself, Gordon? Uh, so yeah,
2: I'm not from farming either. I'm from Ayrshire, originally. Always stayed in Ayrshire. Uh, I don't really know where my interest in farming actually came from, which sounds a bit ridiculous. Uh, we always kind sort of kept half a dozen hens in the garden just for eggs for the house ourselves. Um When I was... Mm, first year or second year, I think it was, I started working at a dairy farm at the weekends, just milkings in the afternoon. Um, and it, I don't know, it kind of just snowballed for there. I was mm. always sort of had an interest in it from from then on. So basically, <clears throat> most of my kind of ad, adult life. First year's not quite adult, but again, like, sort of, yeah, you always had an interest mm. in agriculture, didn't you?
1: That's- it's, it's, it's quite hard when when you haven't always, you know, like, I was just born on a farm, you know it was there that was when it was you know but when you haven't got that thing that that happened it's quite hard to pinpoint but it's
2: It's, um i because it's like it's it's hard looking at it from an outside perspective obviously you've never had that because you've been in it but being being an outside perspective i didn't ever speak to anybody about milking which sounds like right now sounds ridiculous but when i was even at school i never told my friends i was milking cows at weekends they kind of knew but it was never spoke about and i didn't tell people who mm-hmm. were in my class that were from farming and i know that sounds so ridiculous but i never spoke to anybody about farming but i was like kind of probably because you like
3: you feel like you're maybe like an outsider of the farming community but then you feel maybe a bit <laughs> like the odd one out within like a tiny community because you want to get uh-huh, the farming so you're, so you're, so you're a like,
2: kind of odd one out yeah. and both and i'm pretty sure there was other folk that were at school at the same times. you felt the same, but nobody would ever say anything. No. Just, <laughs> nobody, admit, nobody, admitted. to what I going to milk cows. <laughs> <Just, laughs> kind of, like, kind of, it sounds ridiculous. I know it does now, but at the time, it's it's quite a big thing. I mm, think for yeah. folk who aren't from farming.
1: I just I didn't know about the the new mills pandemic of of a uh, closet milkers. I don't know. <laughs> 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 There's
2: only a few. Don't, don't years,
1: well, you've just ruined it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it, like you said, Maria, it, make, it makes a lot of sense from that perspective. When, when you were sort of a youngster, you're only young, yeah, you're not looking at a career, but was was sheep ever something you're like, oh, that's fun? Or, or not really? No, I think. Just too young.
3: I was never like, <laughs> I'm going to say, is this the right word? This what I'm <laughs> going to say, I was never like academic at school. I was very, very average at school. I hated
2: school. You're, you're practical. You're not, like, yeah. I, I don't think it's fair to you're average because you're, can some folk excel being, being practical and some no, people no, excel being school academic. Doesn't really, so like, school,
1: school doesn't give you that yeah, opportunity.
2: No, you feel
3: that, but yeah. What can I, what I always said when I was at school was I want to work for animals, I want to be my own boss and I want to have my own land. I've always said that and I think looking at maybe like the sheep farmer across the road, just him dealing with sheep, him to me at a young age, I was uh, he gets to pick and choose when he works, he... I just it just looked quite fun
1: mm-hmm. from
3: the outside. Um I i it was never a thing that I was all oh, I definitely want to get into sheep. I because never I admitted went... to I never admitted I wanted to get into farming until I was twenty right, so one.
2: Twenty one twenty two just after me go yeah. and
3: get engaged was when when I really admitted that I wanted to be in farming even though I was working in farming. Yeah. And that's a bit silly, but it sounds like
2: golden when you were at school. I actually say it, you never said it out loud up until then. I could you, it, folk are going to
3: laugh at me. Like. And the, the longer
1: you leave it, the, the longer you leave anything, the more of a thing it becomes. So mm-hmm. you're like, you know, um, yeah, with everything. Uh, and I think we spoke about this in our first recording, which I'm sure I'm going to say a few times tonight. Um, like, it's a shame that that's a thing, but it's easy to look at it as it's only a thing because it's farming but it's not it's a thing with everything you know
2: it's just, it's a, it's just another stigma like yeah. stigmas in so many things and it's just it's just but, another one that it almost does not I don't feel it's ever spoke about it. you just sort of it's never me- seen as a
3: career us. there you go that's my academia I <laughs> it's, it's, it's
1: Yeah, sure. yeah it's, never- it, it's not a thing that school guides you towards and I think like like rate and stuff like that is hopefully maybe changing the game there but it's it's not doing that it's you know
3: kind of like go towards more
1: primary school ages at secondary school as well so so is aimed at primary school uh, and I've spoken a few times we've got primary school pretty much down with Rhett there's a lot of work to do (laughs) we've got education post high school down as well and we're starting to get into high school not with Rhett this is like with SRUC with things like that um (laughs) it's like I'm just trying to teach everyone farming when I say that doesn't it um (laughs) But that's, that's, that's a gap where we've got an issue and we've got to work I on it. I think
3: that's maybe the most important bit as well, though, because Definitely. that's when you're kind of, you yeah. had your own ideas. And it's like yeah. that pressure of when you're at school, pick your, pick your subjects, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? And you're just like,
2: what? The thing is, yeah. when you're, there's certain ages in your life, I don't know when you, but your brain like soaks up everything you're told. So right. I'm not saying like it should only be farming, like you should be told everything, but you should be told about farming as well. Really. Just both. simple things like, and, and it comes to from- a hen, like milk comes to a cow, like all these like simple mm-hmm. things for folk that are in the like cities and stuff. Like they don't understand these. Things. My mum's just walked in. I she's saying, to be quiet. I can, I
1: can, I I can like... see, I can see her in the window. Hello, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everybody just saw that, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: she's She'll, making my mum. She's, she's making, making
2: her her my cake.
1: She wants a <laughs> this is the rubbish <laughs> thing not being in person I am a bit of cake, right? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> do you know this is going to turn out the exact same it's as exact the other one time. Time. <laughs> it's
3: fine I'm on tea
1: this time so it's fine <laughs> um, that's a win that's a win um, turn out as like an alcoholic cake like a rum cake or something <laughs> um, so you'd sort of find yourself working, working on a dairy farm at school uh, uh, Gordon but you you moved on to to college and and you went, went on to do poultry could you tell us a bit about that was that was that straight from school or have I, I got
2: that a bit wrong? Um, uh, no, that's, uh, that's kind of how it happened. But I left school and went and worked uh the summer when I left school, before I started college, I worked in a hatching. Um, so basically there there was chicks, broiler chicks, so like uh, basically roasting chickens and table birds, however they mm-hmm. Um, We hatched them out and then they were sent out to the farms for there. That was my first sort of experience in commercial poultry. Although that hatchery, in terms of like the size of hatches was pretty small. We'd, we had two hatcheries, and I think we did about 30, 37,000 roughly each day. So you're in about sort of 75,000, so yeah. 80,000. Is was that right? That was the kind of numbers that we were sort of hatching every week. And then they were sent away to vegan farms, and then went on that week I think that was what I did before college um, and then I started college I an HNC and poultry production at uh, Auckland Um, I that was a like sort of straight for school kind of thing. I, I, I finished up I actually got into the course because I'd worked over the summer because like Maria said like none of us are really the most academic people, we're more practical so because I, I didn't do that well in my exams at school which I think almost quite important for folk, like looking at like careers and stuff, you don't necessarily have to be academic to have a career in time, Very I much, mean that yeah. can sound in a bad yeah. way, like that but, sounds quite bad, but like there's other ways into anything, like not just family, any industry, if you're keen enough and you can work in mm-hmm. folk, so I, that, you'll get there. Like,
1: it's honestly so true, and I've, I don't know if you saw, I put a post up about that on a results day, and I, 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 uh-huh. I think there's like this push, by schools, and I'm not calling out schools, but I am kind of that. It's if you're not good at this one, two, three, four, eight subjects, whatever it is, you're gonna fail. <laughs> I always felt that was the vibe that teachers gave off, and I'm like, oh my god, there's so much more stuff here. Like, you know, um, and and like you guys are saying, you're saying it yourself. Like, as as will the story will go today, proof, proof of it. And and it, it's it's good to see. And what what did that year involve, Gordon, doing poetry?
2: So we basically were. The course was, it was, I felt it was more sort of favour towards the broiler side. So it taught you about like the sort of parent stock that produced the eggs that were then hatched, which I'd sort of done in the summer before. Although I didn't learn about it, I'd done the sort of practical side of it. Uh, yeah, it taught us about like the, the parent stock, the hatching of the eggs, the rearing of the birds, the, the sort of day-to-day management of that, because their weight gains are, that it's also sort of, number based in terms of it's like grams per day that they have to be gaining to get to a yeah. certain weight, it's not like a, I'll just keep feeding them and they'll be fine kind of thing it's it's very much like weigh them every single day feed them this amount and this is the weight they'll gain in this time, it's it's a very technical thing I think in poultry like as a whole in comparison to other aspects of farming, I'm not like saying they're not techy but like in, in terms of numbers and things
1: they um, I mean, they're
2: not taking <laughs> <You know>, yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yep so we did that side of it and we did there was like obviously a layer element to it as well so the same sort of things with layers like the production uh, um, how long you kept birds for your sort of management of them, your general husbandry your um, sort of feeding stuff from them both like the home just sort of learning a, a pretty good foundation for the whole industry basically
1: um the, the, when you're talking about the weighing there is that, and that's probably a daft question. I assume that's batch weighing. <laughs> it's not like per bird because that would just be insane, impossible time wise. I assume um, or like <laughs> hundred at a time or how does that work?
2: No, so you kind of oh, see broilers. Only I've, I've only sort of learned the theory. Of broilers, other than what right. I've never really worked with them. But with the layers, what you, the the proper way of doing it basically is. You'll paint off, you'll go into your shed and you'll paint off say 50 or 100 birds and you weigh those birds individually and then you get an average weight of those birds and then like you'll do that in maybe eight, six or eight places within the shed and then you get an average of the weight of the hen so you'll take them from different places so the ones that are down sort of lower in your system and higher up in like different places so that you're getting a sort of even I right. have a variety of birds and you've got a variety of weights and you can really tell how well your flock's doing through
1: that. That sounds insane. I would, I would never have thought, I thought that was a really stupid question but
3: apart it. I've actually got scars
2: on my hands when we in birds, not Well it's when you're catching them, they're, they, they're can quite, be, they can be quite spooky sometimes. Some yeah, they say it would be quite aye. As far as yeah. I remember actually the broilers, it was, you weighed. I think you would get like a basket, and do like 10. Right. with 10 birds in it and then obviously the other weight was you got an average of that kind of thing so it was more a sort of batch weighing type thing yeah um
1: i mean forgetting the broiler layer difference there that's really putting your eggs in one basket isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i would I would, up, I would stand up and slap my knee but i just looks <laughs> <weird>. um, <clears throat> i'm going to go in a really weird way here i've sort of went with education for you first gordon But I'm going to go and then I'm going to go into sort of employment. I'm going to go the other way for you purely because of the way it happened chronologically. Um, So you've both sort of talked to this next next part, maybe yourself a bit more, Gordon, but um, you found yourself at Old Houseburn, Old Houseburn, I guess is the correct way of saying it. Uh, How did you both come to be there?
2: Um,
3: I started at Old Houseburn part time. So I was at Oak Ridge College two two years prior studying equine. Um I only went and studied equine because it was I enjoyed my horses. Um and I went through a bit of a rough patch of depression. My mum was like, why wouldn't you go study equine? So I was like, Yeah, I will. So I moved up to Oak Ridge and done that for two years. But I always knew I didn't want to work for horses because it's like slave labour, the amount of stuff you have to go through. Honestly, as the equine industry is totally buggled Um, but I just done it because I enjoyed it. Um, but I left Oak Ridge after two years and looking for a part-time job or a full-time job and yeah living in York. I just went up and asked if they had any jobs going and they had a part-time position so that's how I kind of ended up there it was just by chance because I lived down the hill was it because I wanted to uh, work in poultry
2: no.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: the I just wanted in. a job but I wanted it to be in agriculture you
2: mean and this that, is not... Uh, like you said earlier on, you never actually said you wanted to work in agriculture before that. No, I didn't you, well. you, you were looking at jobs in, like... Ireland and
3: everything,
2: right? Eh? not uh uh-huh, like equine jobs in, like, Ireland and... <laughs> Aberdeen, Aberdeen I
3: like,
2: not yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> So, before I was there, <laughs> uh, just to go back maybe a year or so before that, I it was actually the guy that was doing the groundwork for... The shed that was being built at Old House Burn originally knew my dad. And my dad's a plumber, so he contacted my dad to actually fit a toilet within the shed, and then that was how I found out about it. And I kind—I think I actually went with him, and like when he went to see the job, just because I was interested in poultry, um, and I think I potentially sent him my, my CV. I think I did actually after that, um, and the phone me and. It, like, it's kind of what you get when you apply for jobs like that. Well, we're not looking for anybody just now, but I'll keep your CV in file. And I was like, fair enough, whatever. Like, I'll never hear for you again. Sort of yeah. uh, I got another job at a different poultry farm. It was a cage unit um, producing eggs. And they had a sort of part-time processing plant as well. They were. It was quite small, but it was a kind of niche thing that they did. Um, so I was there for about sort of, nine, ten months. And then the dad actually phoned me. I was talking to me about this the other day. Remember? Like, Shirley phoned me. And I came home and dad was like, oh, like there was somebody from a, a farm near New I remember we went to see it. It was somebody called Shirley who phoned me. And you'll need to phone her back. I was like, ah, yeah, right. And that was kind of the extent of it. I was like, well, I've got a job. Like, why am I going to phone somebody else for a job? And it was like a few days later, I think she phoned again. And then dad was like, oh, here's his mobile number. So she phoned a mobile and I was like, okay, I'll come up. And I basically went up and sort of showed me around about the shed and things and said, mm. like, you can start if you want let us know. So I did, nine. and I was there for uh, what was it, nine years? years? Yeah. Basically, nine years, I was there.
3: I was there two and a half years.
1: Yeah. Mm. Do you know what's do you know what's funny when <laughs> you sort of said that story, Gordon? I, I, I should really have remembered a lot of this stuff and remembered. <laughs> I realised that. I realise <laughs> it? Yeah, sorry, it's just, I'm imagining uh, a
2: lot of things as well. I'm like, oh, that's like uh, I like. <laughs> absolutely the
3: next morning at Alan's show, and I was like, What did I say? I can't remember And I was like, I remember it was like you nearly know, two hours or two hours, and I was like, I can't remember anything
1: So I uh, the, the audio was actually fine. I just knew I couldn't release it. No, <laughs> <laughs> there was um, a lot of
2: gibberish, was right? <laughs> it?
1: Yeah, it, uh, when I said it was down to seven minutes, that was all I could use. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um. So, so tell us about Old, uh, old Houseburn, very much famous in the farming community for the blackie side, yeah. uh, and, the, and the sheep, and the sheep side, but also big in the poultry side too. So, um, well, I'm here to hear your guys' story about the poultry side. So, tell us about that. I
3: started part time, um, basically as a general shed worker, so running eggs. Uh, checking the hens, walking sheds, cleaning a lot. <laughs> 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 I I just started part time, but
2: you were saying They you were
3: sort of part time
2: running a shed.
3: Well, no, no, really? no at first, but once we, once I went full time, I think three months later, because they built a third shed of 2000, <laughs> um, and that's actually when me and Gordon put were we put in the shed together to work, um, and I ended up kind of running it. Under your management, more so?
2: Because
3: yeah. you were, you imagine the whole poultry side. So you were never in the shed, so I had to just get on with
2: it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Aye, so I started, the was two thousand when I first went there. And the, there was, I started in the August, and there was another shed being built that was like 16,000. So like the, all the sheds are built in sort of half, so I always call it a like half, so it's like 16,000 in half. So the First half of the next shed was being built, and that was the plan was for me to go there once it was completed. So, oh, what did that do? my ass. Eight nine months later, I moved down into that shed, a sixteen thousand, and a couple, I think, it was two years after that, like, the other half was built. So then it was a thirty-two.
3: Ah, they kind of expanded it, so. Was, yeah, it was. was, three, uh, three,
2: it was ex- three shed thirty-two thousand, and we were working there Yeah, I, it was ex- it was sort of expanding all the time, and with once. It's, 32,000 come on. That was when I sort of took over the management of the whole place, and that was at the point. Where and Maria they met
3: started. me, and it was the best day of his life.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, we gave her a job, and she's never left me.
1: <laughs> it's funny, it's funny that Maria says it was the best day of Gordon's life because Maria has many a time said that it was not the best day of her life because. <laughs> Well, you can tell us, Maria. Tell us, tell us about the first time. Tell us about the, the time <laughs> You're your cute, the 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 adorable time you just came together for the first time.
3: It was very romantic. I was running eggs, and yeah, and the girl that you was.
1: Didn't see, with, didn't know.
3: <laughs> the girl that I was I'm
1: working actually with, romantic.
3: And <laughs> so she, she said to me, "She's like, oh, the boy the other shed, he's just texted me. He's coming up here. He's got eggshell in his eye," and I was like. How? Like, how? Unless you're literally just going with an egg in your eye. How
2: is that happening? It's because I heard you are working at me. So was just, at eye. I smashed an egg in my eye and I just thought <laughs> <to pump> it <laughs> Was
1: Shut that up. so you couldn't see or was that?
2: <laughs> I was like, I've, I've heard about it, I don't want to see anymore. <laughs>
3: so that was the first time we met, wasn't it? You did
2: know, show And um, you laughed at me thought, she's a dana like him. No, quite. Not quite.
3: <laughs> Not quite. He,
1: <laughs> cute oh what a cute little story <laughs> that's up there with uh, mel and martin's um meeting story i love a wee meeting story a good fun when i do the jewel podcasts <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> I, I probably could say you sold it a bit better when you were steaming um <laughs> yeah
3: because i think i went on to the second and third time i met him when he, he you oh, did yeah, I that's that's get cool. tickets and things yeah
1: <laughs> i thought we were just going to get like a date for the, every date you'd have for the last six <laughs> years that night to be honest um yeah no quite quite a funny one so so how long how long after you started did you both leave did you leave at the same time or no
3: no i left first so i was there two two and a half years full time and a bit a wee bit longer part time um but i left basically i had just i had learned all i could and i wasn't going to progress in the job um sure. and kind of i learned then I, I learned this from gordon um I I could progress. I thought I want to try something different now. Um and that's when I applied to study SRUC again and do agriculture.
2: So it's got a
3: bit of sense into that me, when do I, agriculture.
2: That was when you finally sort of said <laughs> yeah. you said to me you actually wanted to work in agriculture. you done it essentially. Like yeah. Plainly,
3: for, something plainly to for my mental doing. health, I
2: think actually, just to that's, do something that I enjoyed at the time. It sounds bad that you enjoyed it. And mm. then, oh, Oh, after you actually, actually started working, you, know, so you thought, no, I, I can actually say this is what I wanted yeah. to do. Be because the other thing, that other, it wasn't just us then that weren't from agriculture. The other people we were working with weren't from agriculture either. Yeah. Ah, okay. the, the other people uh, within the poultry shed. So yeah. it but was we were all, the only ones that wanted to do it. Uh-huh, we, yeah. were, we were the only ones that were actually interested, interested in the industry as a <laughs> whole. Yeah. So it, it sort of normalized not being from the industry and working in the industry. Yeah, I With, without, I without I was actually realising it, that it probably made the special media more comfortable in actually admitting that that's what she wanted
1: to do, it and then <laughs> yes. go on to the no, that sounds that's, No, but it, it okay. probably is the word though. Mm-hmm. When you when you talk about earlier, you know it probably is the word, and and it's good that you sort of came around to realise that. Well, no, I don't have to hide this.
3: Yeah, but what I you thought, if you if you do farming, you have to be born into it. And I thought I, I, at the time, a young a young girl saying I went. <laughs> I want to be a farmer, I want to, I want to be farming. Especially, not like, coming from farming and being a woman. I was like, people are gonna laugh at
2: me. I you say, it's bad, but like because you're a woman in well. Yeah. It makes it worse. Yeah, well, he, it's horrendous. But I mean you'd said before that when of your podcasts, did you not say you were sixty-five percent of farmers in the world are women?
1: Yeah, it's it's like and now that's the world though. It's I think it's 67 yeah, yeah. something like that. But so it's in from what I understand the UK, that's the other way around. Um okay. Maybe not as far the other way around, but uh, globally, yeah. Um the man'll go out and do the making money and the 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 woman'll uh, farm the land, you know, over the course of like South America, Indonesia, Africa's, that sort of thing. Um but as the story will go, you've proved that whole woman person not from farming, both of you think you're a woman gardens twenty twenty two, I catch you. Um, <laughs> That, you <laughs> <Never> know <mean>. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that that doesn't matter, and, and use a proof for that, and we'll get into that. But could you tell us about your experience at college, Maria? Uh what uh,
3: yeah. Second
1: time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here,
3: yeah. Um, my experience of it. Do you know what? I was actually quite fascinated when I went. I don't know if you remember. Most of my most of my class was uh, young girls. I don't even know if you remember. It was, yeah. Hi. Um, and I was really Martin.
1: Martin. Martin.
3: Martin was the only, uh, Duncan. was Duncan that year. Yeah. James and, uh, that
1: year. Yeah. No, definitely never met All oh,
2: right,
3: sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes, yeah, so I was quite surprised going in. I was quite nervous, obviously, because I was like, not from farming. Um, but seeing it was quite a lot of women, I was like, right, this is okay. But I was the only one not from farming. Um, right. but everyone, everyone was so welcoming, which yeah, I was yeah.
2: nervous
3: about. Um. And funnily enough, me working in poultry and maybe hearing things from like you about even some of the stuff you heard with the sheep, there was things that I knew in farming that people that I made friends with didn't know. So you kind of actually bounce off each other and learn things off each other, which I was kind of like, wasn't expecting.
1: It's, it's like that though, and, and being a student, you when know, I was a student for five years, the amount of times you find like you, you had the thing you knew about farming I mean, yeah poetry was a thing you were you were aware of but people also if they're new to it entirely people know something about something different Aye. and you that and, and it's more than just what's in the curriculum that you learn so it's, it's good that way I'm just actually going through in my head that would it be you Charlotte was Sophie that year? Yep um, hey, Emma was Ag Science wasn't she? Heather of course yeah yeah she
3: was Ag Science Emma yeah. Caitlin Martin oh
1: Caitlin that's right yeah of course Caitlin no that's not right the year the year above me (coughs) was similar maybe not quite as one-sided but Uh i mean i can think of one two three four five guys and i think there were 17 in that group um ours was very much more the other way we had 17 and we had shannon lisa amy brogan oh that's bad Four or five uh, girls, so it was a wee Well, not a huge turnover, but it's quite um, weird how it's just massive. One because oh. um,
3: when I was at Oak Ridge, I would say it's maybe more than even split from what I looked what at and outside that. The, the ads, I they would always, god, it. <laughs> they were like a little clan, like you'd never see them apart, they were just hunters all of them. <laughs> <laughs> <jack-sharp> clan, um, <laughs> no wonder I was nervous
2: about
1: going out into this I was like,
3: I don't belong in this
1: group. <laughs> just a, proper force field around it. Yeah, yeah a <laughs> the, sure.
2: the shirts on. You're not <laughs> investing your first take shirt yet, you can't do <laughs> <hear>
1: that. <laughs> oh, that was uh, the thing with uh, Island Show, wasn't
3: it? Uh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I really enjoyed my time at AIA. Um I was most looking forward to the livestock modules, but what surprised me was the the soil and the agronomy <laughs> was my favourite by far. Yeah, Jeremy, he,
1: yeah,
3: uh, a good he guy. was by far the best lecturer. Well, for me anyway, I just thought it was brilliant. Yeah.
1: he's like one of those guys you ask him anything and he just knows the answer he is insane that way I mean yeah. he's it's weird right because I'm now his colleague right and yeah. um, he'll come into office and I just feel like I'm a student again I'm like Jeremy <laughs> tell me about your trip to Bordeaux <laughs> like you know <laughs> where are we going on the map today and he knows exactly where his little no, little massive uh, central pivot irrigation is in this map of you. just like perfect here we are oh love it absolutely love it great guy I Great really, guy to learn yeah. from, both like you're saying as a student and then now for myself. Um, I'm
3: working my with them. Lecturer as
1: well, yeah. Um, Great guy. So um, I'll make sure he listens so he hears that. <laughs> I told him that you mentioned that, you might not remember this, but you mentioned that the last time um, as oh, well. Did I? So I told him that, yeah, I told him. Oh, um, he probably
3: doesn't remember me.
1: No, that's what he Is said. He was who's that? No, I'm joking.
2: probably <laughs> <laughs> <He laughs> did, exactly did. Wait, mean, that
1: the Get
3: that was really, really shit at math? <laughs> <laughs> that's me, me and Heather. We
2: were
3: so bad at math. you always used to
1: say that? And you're like, sorry, because Jeremy actually helped me. It helped it's me so and okay. Heather math all the time because we couldn't... No, oh, math is so not that's, that's why Jeremy was one of my favorite lecturers because, and this sounds cocky, it's not cocky, it's just, it's, it's what happened for a really niche reason. He absolutely loved me as a student because it was, it was all maths. Yeah, a lot of it was math, resource management, whatever, all that sort oh, of thing. Okay. And I would just sit there and answer things like that without a calculator and he was like, we have a genius here and then he realized you know I forgot my name I could just count like, uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was like it was just like Wallace right uh central pivot 50 meter radius what area is that and I'm like uh, this is uh, you know it's shout the ads right so it was, uh, yeah um but no very good classes uh but yeah so two years you did Maria
3: yeah HNC HND kind yeah. of wish I stayed on for my degree but at that point I can of had enough of um You're I was sc- I was scunnaught with the, the, the yeah, yeah. essays, and then I went on and done calf reading, I'm still doing that part-time actually, calf reading Oh right,
1: reading. I, I maybe did, did I know that? Maybe I did Milk recording,
2: milk recording,
1: was
3: that? Oh, I was milk recording when I was studying at college, I had two jobs when I was studying so I was working for the SBC, milk recording, studying, no wonder I was scunning actually
1: Yeah um, for sure yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I went on down to and Milken, and I'm still at that farm now, um, at Brownhill. Still there. Oh, you're at Brownhill? Aye.
1: How's, you definitely didn't say that last time.
0: Did I
3: know. No, you didn't. Ah, Just no. assume people know, because I've been there. You've been there a while now. Three, years.
1: How's, uh, how's Parky doing? I haven't seen him in forever.
3: Aye. Aye, do you know what? See, I think you can learn a lot from him as well. Yeah.
1: He,
3: pick his brains, I think. Other guy. He really, yeah, he is. Um, I actually think Goldman and him, see if you said a talk about genetics. Although he'd be genetics with cows and we would be the chickens, I think yeah, I could sit and listen to these and go, oh my god.
2: There's still, quite a lot. There's things that I see working and doing now that uh, you can see the kind of genetic. I know that sounds silly, but like because I'm kind of interested in genetics, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Are that cow's like that because of that. Like you get. Like dairy cows, I think are such a variation in mean, them because you have, maybe it sounds silly, you have like heavier, like fat cows and like leaner cows yeah, and stuff. Sure, yeah, and yeah, because yeah. of my background in poultry, I'm like, oh, that's all genetic.
1: Yeah. Um, well, there's certainly a massive part of it because chances are they're going to be in similar rations.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I just, uh-huh. To me, all that, everything that happens because of the way I'm, i what work, worked in poultry, it's like, that hen does everything because of her genetics, like she eats a amount she does, she behaves the way she does, she lays the size, shape, colour of eggs, she does because of genetics, so I'm like, she'll sure dairy cows is out of, not exactly the same, but like everything that she does, like a, a, a fat score, whatever you call it. Like a,
1: it's not exactly the same, but it's very much I. like as it is with us, as it is with sheep, as it is with whatever, Um. And and on that on that Gordon on sort of poultry genetics and whatnot, um and and I'm going to tell I'm going to say before he says this so he can't do it again. When he explained this last time, he undersold it so much, right? I know and, what they're going to say, and
2: I've been yeah. thinking about a better answer. I haven't got one.
1: Well, basically, tell us about Germany um, and why I'm bringing Germany up, and then I'll ask you the exact same question <laughs> after and see if oh, you do it. Do
3: you know what I'm? Doing. I don't know what the
2: question is. I'm like, I
1: know. You don't know I any history, do you? I don't
2: <laughs> want to actually have a better answer.
1: Like, but okay, t- forget. Just, just tell us about Germany. What was Germany?
2: <clears throat> right. So Germany's this country, right? So I really... <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> nah,
2: so, basically, when I was working, when I was working at Old House Burn, the breeder birds that they had were it was Lohmann's, so they've got different variations of a bug kind of thing. Um, So that breed company invited me to go to Germany to learn more about their breed. I'm not saying this to you as a question because I feel like I'm not saying the right thing. Uh, Aye, so I was invited to go to Germany by Loman GB there was only a select sort of. There's only
3: 20, 20, 30 yeah.
2: folk like globally got invited every year to it. Um, yeah. the idea was that you were you would go out and they would teach you everything about their breed and how to manage it properly and improve on your production from yeah. it. And yeah, basically, yeah, your your production. I think that kind of sums it up, basically. Yeah, getting the best out
3: of that.
2: Yeah, and that it gave thing. you it gave you a good chance to meet other. Producers from all over the world, basically. That some of them didn't necessarily even have loman's Most of them had some lowman in some way or another. But some of them had other breeds. Um, you know, high. I was always kind of between highline and lowman. Um, right. Were the two kind of main ones at the time I feel, and I was uh,
1: and when when we filmed the last time, um, due to the fact I'd had one or two Rybenas, uh, the way I asked this next question was quite rude actually. Um I think oh, what I, said, I, yeah, yeah. I think what I said was basically why did they pick you? I don't <laughs> right?
3: think you said why did they pick you? I think you just went why you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said, why you, that was it, that was it. And oh, and God. in fairness. Trying to work out a better way to say it is quite difficult because nice. I do mean that. I don't mean it like <laughs> why in God's earth today choose you? But Gordon's answer last time was, oh, I don't know, just just like they they must just like me a bit. And I'm like, Gordon, there's 20 folk from the whole planet. Why? It must be more than oh, you know, he had a nice t-shirt on, you know, like oh <laughs> there must be gosh. some reason. <laughs>
2: Ah, do you know what? I, I kind think, of, am ca- You're laughing because I'm. Uh, <coughs> I can't even think a better answer other than it was ever uh oh, what was it? What was it? Was it
3: technical? I think he's a lot smarter, and he's actually got a lot more potential than what he actually will ever admit to. He he absolutely to yeah, you
0: absolutely does. He is
2: not. I think. I think. I think I've got a lot of knowledge. Like, I can sit yeah, you know, I can sit and talk to you about Haynes. For the next like three years, like easily. I could just talk to yeah. stuff. But I
3: don't that's my life, by the way. Uh, that's my <laughs> <a
2: difference. laughs> but if if somebody asks me things, I always doubt myself and I'm like, oh no, I don't know really the answer for that. When I do, but I think essentially I was asked to go to Germany because somebody else, like Maria Saint, saw change, oh, they saw potential in me, and they saw that I had a serious, genuine interest in poultry and the industry as a whole. Um
1: Which and, I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh you did you not say you were not many folk have the qualification you have? Yeah it's so
2: not- when I went to college there was seven people started the course started HNC and five five I think it was finished it. Yeah. So the the guy from uh, Lowman GD, Kenny Shaw, I think he'd studied poultry. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he actually knew anybody else who had studied poultry. Which sounds mad, but... It does, it does. He he knew, like, so many folk within the industry because his job. He'd worked at, like... Worked at Gornath for, I don't know how many years and then he went to work at (laughs) Lowman and he'd been at at a lot of different places. He knew a lot of people in the industry. Anybody else that was that interested to actually go and study it. Um,
3: But you also also progressed working...
2: I progressed. Working you progressed
3: working farm. at that farm from like the, the shed worker to then supervisor to then managing it, and like, you were always a go-to, and you you just ran everything. Just you just knew what you were doing. Uh,
2: like the it, it got to a point where anything to do with the poultry. So like the there was the guys for like the genetics company. So like the like was at for Loan, and then there was uh, Elwyn from Highline and mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and then there was all your feed companies as well. They they basically phoned me. They like they didn't bother with anybody, They just phoned me and them, at like, Are you are you needing this? you wanting that? What we're we doing about this, what are we doing about that. Yeah. Um, I'm coming in this day is that. So yeah, like it wasn't I know that sort of sounds obvious as being part of a manager, but But it
3: was like what well, the, the rations and things like that,
2: and the a speed and what you yeah, like I you like, uh I knew, I, knew I, ju- I just know it. If you know what I mean, like I know that sounds yeah. so funny, but I think um for Kenny's point of view, he saw that in and, and he mm-hmm. saw that. I was picking these things up and I was paying attention to how everything was going and I was keen to learn more and go forward and it was it was that, that he saw in me, I think, that is potentially in all the places he was in Scotland he didn't see anybody else who was as enthusiastic or keen
1: to I would I would say you've answered that much better this time. Yeah, I hope <laughs> so. absolutely. I'll, I'll I'll go back. I'll I'll edit that one bit out uh the the one from the first one and send you. <laughs> <laughs> you just like i'm like why why you and you're like they shouldn't have taken me <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but like, yeah. and i was at like, came to go because of crack <laughs> and it was it was basically everything was all paid funny he's it freedom
1: probably <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and it, it's quite funny i mean we originally spoke at, at the highland um or not originally but when we spoke at the highland yeah. uh, that was one of the things you just mentioned and I'm like, oh this is gonna be class can't wait to ask him and he's like uh, nah. <laughs> uh, no, no, much much better, I'd say on on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you so so Maria had left to go to college. Uh, how long were you still um, working there for? Nine months. How long was I still there?
2: Um, Nine months after. Right. When did you, just, when did you start college? September. Sorry, I should you, know these things.
1: You must have started college in September 2018.
2: 17. Was no,
1: it 17?
3: married 2018 because you were there. you were fourth year when I was first year. Is that
1: right? I graduated in 18, that's right, 2017. Yeah,
2: 2017 I started, yeah. Right, so you started September 17 and I left December 18. No, was it? Well, no we were was...
3: married. We were married October 18.
2: I didn't just leave a few months after you.
3: No, I left, I left in the March, I, no, I left in the spring and I was milk recording all summer
2: Oh right. then, I, <laughs> then I started, <laughs> aye. sorry I. that was your life before you, you didn't leave to go straight to college? No, I aye. left
3: and I started milk recording and then I got, and then I was in college, aye, so, so, so I, I left
2: December 2017, so like nine months later, I uh-huh, sorry, nine months later, Maria's all right, sorry, and look, yeah, that's how i
1: worked out, uh, um, <laughs> I was speaking to someone recently and they were talking to their daughter and they were like, oh, she's 17 in March and she was like, February, Dad. That's like, oh.
2: (laughs) That'll be me because I don't, I'm terrible with like pink and stuff. Like now I'm getting so much worse because I'm like,
3: this
1: is all rolling into one, and he's got so much on. And you know Maria? One thing we didn't talk about last time, <laughs> along with the list of four hundred, uh, <laughs> we seem to miss, <laughs> was uh, we didn't really go into milk recording. Milk recording's a job that a lot of people find their way into agriculture with. Um, and tell us about it. What's it involved? Um, <clears throat> I actually
3: did. It's probably one of my favourite jobs. Um, so right. basically, you have to do like, the data side. So you do, usually it would be like two and you record. So you'd go in the afternoon, and I'd go like an hour, an hour and a half before the milking start, and I'd get all the farmer's data in. So all these dry cows, um, anything that's been called, um, put all that information in, and it basically flings up your your numbers, your thoughts, set all that up, and then when he's milking, you basically take, I'm not sure, sure quantity-wise, but you basically take a sample of every cow's milk.
1: Oh, right, I don't think I actually realised that. Right, okay.
3: Yeah. I um, I don't know what they're called, but it's these little containers you agitate the milk, so it's like right. your milk and cow. And it's like every every clusters kind of like.
2: The ones that we've got ours is slightly different because it's not. A you basically you basically agitate
3: the milk and it gives you a small sample, um, pair for that cow, um, and then you go again in the morning and take another sample from each cow.
1: Right. It's
3: quite you've got to be on the ball with it. You need to be paying attention all the time because you can mix up milk samples. Aye. I mean, in case any, any cows have got your or whatever, um, but I, I love that job. I think yeah. I had, what, 14 mm-hmm. or 16 farms I had, I'm right, okay. um, self-employed, Um I, I, I actually loved yeah. think, you... think It gave me a wee bit of confidence going into uh, college because I was starting to go into other farms, and I wasn't afraid to go, well, I'm new to it, because I was like, I am new to it, so I'm still so in. Um and getting familiar with farm names and farmers round about and I kind of felt a bit more confident myself maybe as well.
1: Yeah. It helps, it does, especially in farming, that sort of getting onto other farms and whatnot and it, it's, to be honest in my job it's probably something I'm not doing enough just uh-huh. because I'm in, the, the job I'm in.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, did you work for the same company that Mary Fisher did? You'd have been just after how you started if you did. I don't know
3: what you mean, I worked for any more? I
1: can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But yeah um, no, a good job and, and it's a job that a lot of folk of that are sort of on the periphery and into agriculture jump into at yeah. first. I think
3: from what I kinda understand when i kind of left the job after what a year and a half, two years. Mm. Mm-hmm. They were struggling for people.
1: Right, okay. I thought it's just
3: the early mornings, like literally getting shot on and I'm going, I love this job, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> I
2: think it almost <laughs> Perfect. Made, <laughs> can I give you a, an insight into I say an insight, I don't know if that's quite the right word, but it gave you a I step into the industry and you sort of speaking to other farmers and yeah. things. It sounds stupid like, speaking to speak to farmer because if you don't know any you're farmers... Very,
3: you're very much like you, have been in poultry so long. Now you're working at a dairy farm, but I've done like different things like milk recordings, cavalry and milking, You, I've probably done a wee bit more of everything, but just a wee bit just to try it. Yes.
2: You've probably got you like you more experience in, in more areas. Whereas I'm very like, I was just poultry and just dairy.
3: Aye. I wouldn't say I've got more experience, but I would just say I'm more familiar with different
2: systems. More than, aye. Aye. Like you've, yeah. you've been in like right, right, taking systems at rotaries and stuff, mm. and you've also recorded Nabaya. Oh, like yeah, that's, that's, that's the fun. extent of the, yeah. the all, like the the different types of systems. Whereas I've been in. They're getting
3: a sample for Kay on that side, and then they're moving the and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The, yeah.
2: the, the dog
3: market <laughs>
1: yeah no it sounds good times it sounds good times um it's funny that that uh, while recording a the buyer there's a guy i had on uh who, if you watch youtube you'll be heard of him if you don't you probably won't have the funky farmer richard cornick that and they, they...
3: you've had him on
1: uh-huh. because, yeah. oh yes you, you know of course you know him that's right of course you'll have listened 17 times um <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he all
2: your views Bella, I, you know that. That.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought it had really flown up since he's found the podcast <laughs> uh, but his his biggest uh, YouTube video has 19 million views and it is just of him sitting milking in the barn parlour uh, oh. I think it's big in India I think did it blew up that? there was that
2: TikTok I made him milking I sped it up Remember?
1: You didn't get you no, didn't you. get
3: ninety-nine views. Uh,
1: there's potential, Maria, there's potential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it time to <laughs> If TikTok's still around in two thousand nine hundred and forty, we might be at
2: ninety. That's
1: it. That's it. When you keep checking to see it. Oh it, Maria, it's up at twenty. Yes, that's because you've just watched it again. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. The, uh, <laughs> I I'm, I can't fully remember exactly when the sort of time zones were here. If you started in twenty seventeen, you would have graduated twenty twenty, late twenty twenty. Is that, right? I, that uh, right? I left. I left twenty nineteen. I left
3: after my HND. I should have stayed on. That's but a regret. Start- I, I regret
1: it's not staying on for my degree. Actually. Sorry, twenty nineteen course. Yeah, okay. course. Yeah.
3: 2017
1: 2018 2018, 2018. Ah, yeah that's right yeah, yeah yeah um so just before covid then uh what would that be six six or eight No, no ten months before covid um you'd have graduated and, and covid covid came around and, and we all had a two-week holiday apparently <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i think it was supposed to be at the time um <laughs> but it was around this time and i'm beginning to realize as we've gone here sort of the the memories i've got of, of the discussion last time i don't think we were completely accurate when we spoke about it last time because yeah. <laughs> some things i'm like we were we here i can't remember we could have been maybe i was wrong um was was covid what spurred on well no it wasn't what spurred on weebrown hens was around before covid um but where did weebrown hens come from what what started it. I think it would be a good way to look at this given we had the discussion last time was you guys were in a place with 96,000 hens and that changed somewhat. That went down a little bit.
0: I hope you've kicked your feet up and got comfy and enjoying another fantastic episode of the R2 cast with another really interesting guest. I would just like to quickly take another second to plug the sponsors of the show today, the Scottish Farmer, and I would strongly advise you to go out and pick one up this week and see even more of the fantastic people that are in our industry. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, I... Oh, God. Uh, I left because...
3: We kind of just, just all spoke about, oh, wouldn't it be great if we had our own hands? Because I was like, Gordon knows his stuff,
2: <laughs> so it'd be all right. I basically <laughs> how it kind I wanted... I've been working with big numbers, and I, I said my head was like, I could have 16,000 hands, like, that's not a lot. Like, because I was just in 96,000, I was like, ah, yeah. 16 easy, I can do that in my sleep. It's practically a part time job to me because I've been doing it for the... Which sounds a bit, a bit sort of blasé, it's not really like that. There's right obviously a lot to it, but... I um, so I kind of looked into that side a bit and I realised that that wasn't really feasible. <laughs> not, not being from farming or anything to, like... Basically, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> I Love it. I love it. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. brilliant. I love it. Oh, and when you yeah. actually start doing something summons, that, nothing that's just isn't gonna happen. <laughs> um and I was like I need to do something. I, I said, I wanted to do something for myself because I felt I gained enough you no know, not gained enough knowledge, I just felt I could I just felt I could do it myself. Aye. Which sounds quite but we, but we right could but we, I had I, to
3: bring Gordon back down and go, We
2: don't shit money. <laughs> what <are> you talking <laughs> about. <laughs> And we don't own any ground. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so I kinda of want to change as well, mix things a wee bit. Um, but what to stay with agriculture. And I heard about a job through a fencer actually. Um about a job at a dairy farm and I was like, okay. okay. So because, went, because,
3: yeah. because of biosecurity, if we wanted to, to start a little business, we couldn't work on, like, Gordon couldn't be
2: working on a poultry farm
1: I, yeah, biosecurity.
2: Uh-huh. so... So, I basically, I heard about the job in the dairy farm, went and spoke about it, it sounded really good,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and I went for it, and I, it was kind of, I was, to be fair, I didn't just decide overnight, it wasn't a drop of a hat thing, because I'd been in that for so long, um, I was nervous about it, I was like, am I ever going to actually work in poultry again? Which sounds yeah. ridiculous now, but at the time I was like, that's my, like, poultry's my thing. Like, it's what, it's what I do, it's what I know. I've been a journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, why I, though? Why? why? Left, but, <laughs> <laughs> while Maria was trying to bring me back, I think I 16,000 hens. <laughs> I
3: just basically said to Gordon, I was like, we need to just start. Just so... do
2: something. So Don't I sit ordered... and talk about it, do something.
3: I ordered... We ordered 30 hens, and we bought an old... Shed, shed off a gum off of And oh, the country. guy that you're working for now, Alec, he was he said you can use this patch of ground on my farm. Which he, he
2: had hens it years ago. Yeah, so we just we just started
3: the fet and I think I posted a, 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 I opened up a little Facebook page and I posted a picture and went, These hens are 17 weeks old or something like that. And I was like, they'll be laying soon.
2: No, but eggs soon, if anybody and wants.
3: If you want eggs, let me know.
2: <laughs> so that's, that's aye, gonna aye, That was
3: basically
1: it. I remember that, it the 20 page likes and I was like, woohoo. <laughs> is, is that the photo that it was like at the side of a shed and there was hens in this thin race? Because I always remember you posting that. And uh-huh. I remember I shared your page. I don't know if you started your page before me, but you must have. Um, uh, that was
2: 2018.
1: Oh, so you started two years before that then. So, I, yeah, it when must have been uh, April... April 2020. No. Did you notice that? They didn't have
2: the page before that.
1: April 12th, 2020, yeah. That's when I started the Facebook page. I thought it was before
3: that. I thought you were before. I thought it was a year before
1: that. Before... There was an Instagram with 17 photos on it uh, from 2017. 27 photos, 17 photos, yeah, so, no, not really. April. it a year before that? Mm. No. I don't think it was a year, but I thought it was, well, I thought it was 2019, but no. No, it's only two years
3: at the minute. Um, So you, did you start, now your People in Farming, was that?
1: People in Farming started, uh, I think it was the 24th of July, 2020. Was that? Yeah. Flavian Flavian Obiero. Number one. That's right. To... Mm. Uh, um but sorry, yes. Um oh, so I, put, put it, post up 30 hens.
3: Yeah, and Did once once happened? they started laying, I just kind of posted a couple of pictures and I can I was freaking out. I said to my mum, what have I done? What have I actually done? I was like what if nobody buys these eggs? What am
2: I gonna do? Um well, it was it was suddenly we had the pressure of 30 hounds were laying as roughly 27 eggs a day. Yeah. And about the yeah. it was suddenly the pressure then of getting rid of 27 eggs every day. Which sounds it's ridiculous. Which sounds mental, but when we were used to working with such big numbers, it was like, it's only 30 hounds. But suddenly when you do have you know, that, but not you mentioned it was
3: actually know? it was a a small grant I got from SRUC and and I don't know how to do this anymore. It was open to people not from farming backgrounds. I think it was the I
1: want to say Thomas.
3: Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Did it still um, do that? It's still
1: around. Is it? Uh huh. What did Oh, I can't remember his what? name. Tom... Guy... I want to say Lamb.
3: I want to say Thomas Lam.
1: Thomas. No, it's not Lamb. He he's like travelled the world and he's, I think, if it's, if it's if there's a Thomas something no 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 no, no. no, no, no
2: this, not, that's the this
3: thing. this guy basically, was well he was, he was he was it was it was a thing i got an email up from sruc when i was studying there the first year basically it was a small grant open to people not from farming that would help you do courses or anything that like you want to do to connect yep. right and basically it came about because this young boy i want to say from straven i think he wasn't from farming background but was keen to study agriculture I think he died at 16.
1: Yeah. Actually. Oh, no, no. Oh,
3: Do they not do that anymore?
1: No, no, well, no. like I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just, I've of... Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Oh. well, That's, basically, that's how I, I could afford to buy 30 hens in an old garden shed. That's how I started it. Essentially, yeah. what,
2: what the money gave us was... Uh, uh, it gave us money to buy a shed by the first 30 hens. I and was like, a I feed her, a drinker, drink Oh, my God, some air-boxes,
3: some labels. Air some air-boxes,
2: yeah. yeah. Some sugar. And then... Uh, Basically, it
3: basically got us started. I that, yeah, that we got what from SRUC. You
2: uh-huh. see, um, aye, that's how it came about. And then we started. We basically we sold the basically to friends and family. Initially, and that's kind of what it was. It was friends and family, and then
3: a few this, people from the village that we left them. And I the was the of, is, like, like this is weird.
2: aye, like you've got, <clears> you, I still see this? I, I, why would folk buy eggs from us? And I know
1: that sounds really bad, but that's a horrendous advert. <laughs> it's, it's not it's it, it, and this is gonna sound like I'm saying it's not you they're buying it from. It's not you, it's the local thing. And it's the these young guys are keen and they're reading local eggs perfect. Yeah. Now you you're saying it sounds it sounds crazy. It sounds silly that we couldn't sell was it twenty seven eggs a day, you said it was yeah. uh, oh God, that, God. well what, what's that? That's a hundred that's hundred and eighty nine eggs a week. So that's 31 and a bit dozen. It's a, a fair chunk of eggs.
2: Ah, you can put it Yeah,
1: you know, when you say it, you put it that way, that's a fair chunk of it.
2: The way um, I looked at it is we knew folk that took a train. So I was like, oh, well, every person, only seven folk take a train. Mm-hmm.
1: Seven folk take a train? I
2: saw oh, a tree, was kind of <laughs> in I was
1: like, "What's public transport got to do with this?" <laughs> uh, I was so confused there. So we're sitting with thirty hens, um, much more eggs than you seem to realise, uh, and uh, uh, a shed-off gun tree. Um, what was next?
3: Uh, we just kind of kept building on that. So I think from thirty hens we went up to eighty hens. So we got yeah. another fifty bullets. Um and I think. After that, was it enough? Yeah, fifty or thirty.
2: For, for what I, think,
3: I think I think we I think we got up to about hundred hens.
2: because we forty each shade.
3: They were dotted about in these little random garden shades, on this on Alex' land basically, and we were just selling them locally doing uh, doorstep delivery. Um, but that all kind of changed quickly when when COVID came about. Um, I think. Boris Johnson put the lockdown in place, and he was at right use delivery services. And it was the next day that the phones kind of went mental and if they wanted eggs, and I woke you up, panicking going, "What have you done?" Because I think I think it to was the Daily in News in. that shared their post or page right. or something yeah. like that, and it got forty five thousand reactions
2: or something, uh, not reactions. No, forty five thousand views. Views. On the post. Aye. Yeah. I'm not very sensitive. <laughs> to put, <laughs> to, put <that laughs> in, to put that into perspective like you can understand this well, it's obviously on your page but yeah. I think we had about 250 300 Sometimes. likes on a page
1: which, which is insane because on Facebook at that point Facebook was pretty good Facebook was quite good then it's not now for reach so what would happen was you would probably be sitting about 107 to 115% reach of what you have followers so you should have been getting posts with about 220 you know but to go up to that forty-five thousand is insane. Oh, crazy. I then, just
3: cried. I just cried right at, all the time at the same
2: <laughs> point <for> the <laughs> At the same
1: that's time, the we were still, we were still said, working. That is the one thing you've said the exact same as you said. <laughs> 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 I just I just cried all the time. The <laughs> you were,
3: you were working. You were working time the dairy farm. I was calving and milking, so I had that time during the day. And i I, mean, you can, you I were just hurt. crying from God and I was like, I can't do it to, anymore.
2: We used to kind of, it's bad, but after it, we laughed with it because you had a Tuesday breakdown.
3: Aye. So aye. Before, before the delivery started to the week, I would just have a meltdown.
2: Mid-morning, Tuesday, half 10 you she'd phone phoning, greeting them. Gordon like, well, started
3: to take away my phone calls.
2: <laughs> I, I'm kind of like, what? she's, <laughs> aye, like, moved cars around yes. fields or something and Maria's phoning me, greeting them, the phone. aye. It's all right, just write down their names and addresses. We'll solve it. <laughs>
3: Basically, I COVID <laughs> came about and the egg orders went shooting up, obviously. Yeah. And we just said to her, we just kind of thought, fuck it, we may as well just go for it. Mm-hmm. So we ordered 500 tens and we said to our dads, like, we've ordered 500 tens, they're coming in six weeks' time, so we need a shed. Can you help us build it? And they just laughed. And I was like, I'm actually being serious. Like, they're coming in six weeks. We need to do this. Like we need to do this now. And literally for six weeks, our families just everyone just chipped in and
2: just. It was me and dad that like. Sorry. Your dad
3: designed the shed.
2: Yeah, my obviously my knowledge and stuff from being within the industry, I knew what had to be in the shed, like stocking the, the floor area, the mm. pothole size, yeah, perches area, all that kind of stuff. I knew that, and I just kind of said to dad, "Was that, like, what can you build? How much it gonna cost?" Because yeah. Your dad's building, quite nasty. Yeah, he's in the building trade, so he, unders- like, he, he can get prices and stuff, he can get sensible right. quotes right. and <laughs> things. So, so we've like, done it all, oh, we've done it in six weeks, and five tens we're in. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. um, So it was a heavy in six
1: weeks, I have you. have got the shed up after <laughs> after what was probably quite an exciting conversation for you, and a daunting conversation at the same time. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need a shed in six weeks. Uh, so you filled that up with what was now, what, that must have been, what, 650-ish hens, is that right? Or no? Am I wrong?
3: So we had, we still had the, you can't add, for biosecurity reasons, you can't add older hens in your new pullets. Okay, right. We had okay. a shed of 500, and then we had the the, the little ones dotted about still, in yeah. the garden sheds. Um, so that's kind of how we've done it.
1: And that, that's a point. Are you, I mean, now it's not a case of 30, it's a case of much more. Um, We'll get into where you are at the minute. I, I can't actually remember exactly where you are at the minute, but do you use buy-in point of lay now? So you're not having to rear, because that's like, what, 16, 18 weeks? Is that about right, roughly? Yeah. So we, um, we, or do we you buy, buy
2: yeah.
1: point of lay? Yeah. yeah so uh,
2: the point of lay is that we buy in a sort of, kind of 15, 16 weeks. Yeah, I'm about 16 weeks old, and then um, basically, basically uh, three weeks after that.
3: Well, oh, commercially. Like, especially you're looking
2: years, at three weeks
1: after that because you're doing things a bit differently, you more
2: extensive
3: 10,
1: for 90,
2: sure. Ain't. 20 weeks, you're kind of yeah. happy with that. We're looking at like a week beyond that, which doesn't sound like much, but it's a lot, it's when, a years, lot when, uh, when you're feeding them, you're not getting any back from them. <laughs> um,
1: How many birds have you
2: got now? Sorry, 600.
1: 600, yeah. yeah. And wh- where where do you get those point releases from? Is that coming from? Do you have the same person all the time, or do you just buy them from whatever?
2: Uh, so sometimes it's a company called T-Pack from Forfa. Right. He has rearing sites. I'm not entirely sure. They're dotted about Scotland. So between, right. us, between us and Forfa, it has rearing sites that he uses. Um, also, another company I used for the ones that we've got just now is JSR uh, Services. Mm-hmm. They're, um, Gowry they're in Blair they're So they've got right. lane sheds and stuff. We do a bit of rearing and things for the, like, their own birds, and they do a bit of wearing for other producers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, large commercial folk, and they do a bit of small scale stuff
1: as well. Right. Mm-hmm. got the last
2: ones. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So. Excellent. And just, just sort of doing a bit of math from what you said on the 30, if it was 27 that were doing 27 eggs a day, are you looking at 540 roughly a day, or is it more or less than yeah.
2: that? I mean, then about there, uh, Yeah.
1: Bombs
3: of math, guys. Right. <laughs>
2: I know I'm, I'm saying it's tiger. kind of rough like, I, yeah I no mean, it's also not like I got all these boxes today <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: well, like, but, but 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 seriously when you're thinking about that right uh, I know Gordon your plan was to jump to 16,000 and yeah you're 30 that's no, sorry Maria you're not 30 but you okay. know what I mean like you're, you're that. it's not like you're 50 yeah. Yeah. that's probably going to be the, the goal if you keep going but um at five hundred and forty eggs, that's still what I, what I don't actually know. What is that? That is still ninety boxes. Is that right? I don't, I don't work in dozen. No, I don't, I don't work in dozens. No, it's, what
3: did
2: you say? Sorry, ninety boxes.
1: Ninety. It's, is that
2: right? I, no, a,
1: God, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It would be a hundred. 90, 90, ninety half
2: dozen boxes.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I was doing half dozens. That's right. Yeah. That's a lot of eggs.
3: I will be sold, I mean, we, sell yeah, I'm yeah. we sell direct.
2: Is it am confused?
3: We sell all the eggs direct to the consumer. Because we are small producers and we're not from farming, that's the only way we could
2: it's the only way we could kind of start. Yeah. Sounds it sounds now like we've grown quite a lot in the massive and the rest of it, but in the grand scheme of things, we sell poultry. Oh it's tiny. It's tiny um, in the in the greater scheme of things. Um
1: no i get that but like that's, that's three, three and a half thousand eggs you're selling a week maybe you're not selling them all but you know that's that's pretty good going given long longs have been in this the infrastructure you're working on um i've just remembered i was working this out in my head the last time we did this and I, had about, I had about 700 eggs it was <laughs> so far off um yeah it's it's well 540 is three and a half, 500 with three and
3: a half thousand seven right. yeah three just try 3,800x a week yeah That's, I mean you're like oh you like know that. a couple of hens but,
1: when you say, it like,
3: when you say it like that I'm kind of yeah. like what's that a week and I'm at like, what's that a month what's that a year but it is a lot of work like, we're up at three o'clock in the morning just delivering them do you know what oh I'm not so I'm not
1: disputing work. that at all like it'll be a massive amount of work but I'm more pointing to the fact that you are like Oh, you know, we're just, just six hundred pens. You know, <laughs> it's bloody good going when you think of it that way. It's like um, it's,
2: it, you're saying, like, how many is that week in a month? It's about fourteen thousand a month, which is it's, it's like a pallet in the heart, a pallet in three layers of what we used to have up there. I it think. is a lot of
3: data.
1: It's know. it's much more than it's. Is it not? It will um, be sixteen and a half thousand, roughly.
3: Aye, give or take. You're better, than You
1: clearly. I, that, that seems, oh, like, I, I mean, I, we never really get into the crux in this. Um, I think but we're I never,
2: um, never take I, thirty days. Is, I, yeah. Right now. Good <laughs> <laughs>
1: when, you, when you really put it that way, that is fair play to you. Good God, well done. <laughs> no um,
3: one's tired <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I,
1: I know. I do apologise that we're currently oh, almost oh, eleven o'clock. It was um, me who
3: made a late start to yeah. meet
1: Yeah, it was. It was me that helped with us being later. But uh, yeah, no yeah on that we really got to, brilliant really like that that's sixteen thousand eggs a month um i'm now gonna go work out how minted you are no i'm joking i'm joking i um, <laughs> oh, i know i know so <laughs> <laughs> that. what 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 is what but we
2: don't
1: need to go into your feed costs but you know how much has that changed since for example now i know you've got 600 more birds but well no actually let's go with, how much has that changed since friday the start? Yeah, I'm, I'm just. To see, I'm actually half just half gonna. To
3: cost cost
2: sorry, cost. I was just gonna work this out as a, a percentage increase. Oh,
3: I'm gonna cry. I've just seen it on the calculator.
1: Oh really?
2: Yeah. Oh no, sorry, that's the wrong number. Uh, yeah. So our feed, since we started this two years ago, has went up about fifty-five percent per ton. Oh right? my god, really? Yeah, per, per ton, and we are going through. Um. So,
3: no. You're
2: the math guy. <laughs> I kind of it works out kind of two in a two ton a month, two in a bit ton a month.
1: That's a notable increase.
2: Yeah.
1: That's a, a notable increase. And just out of interest, of your egg prices went up. Yes. 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 Got
2: have, but... The problem was though, we put we put them up at the beginning of this year, we put them up in April. And and I don't know if you're really too aware of obviously the are aware of food prices like being from farming and things so that are loosely, a bit. Basically, we put our prices up in April because we had to because the price of fuel was was going up at the time, wasn't? No, it? No, up. For two feed, years. Yeah, feed and fuel was going. Well, up.
1: post Ukraine, which I think was February. Yeah. Like the gas time- prices, fuel, fertilizer, everything, which just caused everything to go up. Is yeah. Rough.
2: Yeah. The, yeah. The time that it sounds silly, the time the price of the feed sort of really filtered down to us to make a, a like a big big difference. Yeah. Was. To the end of April, beginning of May, so we have basically had two weeks, maybe three weeks of our price being up and us uh, maintaining the same profit margin. Does that make sense? That's yeah, I and see. The, you mean, and then the yeah, food yeah, price yeah. jumped up, and it's like, well, it's hard to then turn into customers again and go, Oh, by the way, we need to put this up again, like a month
3: later. I
2: think people think, I don't know if folks think this or not, but it's like,
1: some wealth, yeah.
2: They see sure. that we, we sell a product and we can just go, Oh, we want this for it. But the way we don't, I, I'm the, not,
1: I'm
3: not, we don't take a wage from our business, like, we don't take yeah. a wage. That's why yeah. we still work part time
2: because
3: uh-huh. we, we keep investing the money back into it.
1: So, uh-huh. i not, say, not many
3: people know that we don't take a wage. We can't, no, take you, a
1: wage. you said this last time, and oh, I God. think it's <laughs> they, they, all, <laughs> they always say that what is it? Um, you never really start making money for the first three or four years or whatever it is, yeah. But by what you guys are doing, now I I don't see your accounts and whatnot. But what you guys are doing, I assume you are on the crux of that going in the right direction. Um,
3: I uh, it's it is really mentally. I really also, is the
2: problem is, it's it's mentally draining because you you don't
3: have control over any of this stuff that's going up, and we can, we can say,
2: sorry. I what I, What was he it saying? Is like, yeah, it's good. We can we can say we want this for our eggs, and we can sell them at that, but. It's doesn't make people want to buy them. Yeah, the, the way the economy and everything is like sort of bigger picture. People are feeling the pinch with their gas and electric and mm. stuff just now, which is the big thing that's all over Eight. the news. Yeah. So if But everyone's in that
3: position.
2: uh uh-huh, Everybody's in the same position. And folk will look at our eggs and it is a it is a premium product and I totally understand that. And we house our hands in smaller numbers, we show our consumer exactly where their food's coming from. all, all the hands
3: go to wee homing centres, they don't go for slaughter as well. So it's just these right. little things that are added things that people like what we do.
2: Uh-huh.
3: But at the end of the day
2: and, and people it,
3: can't afford that. It. It it like it's when quite up
2: for us this uh-huh, When it comes down to somebody's, somebody's post these uh-huh. when they can go into Tesco and they can see a, a box of eight, it's maybe 50 pence uh-huh. a box cheaper that makes a big difference to
1: folk. And I think, I think, and I think you've really hit an important point here. I think as farmers, we can be guilty of saying well, why don't you just buy it? It's better. It's not always that easy, and I get yeah. you guys being that you're absolutely accepting that. Yeah. Um, and it it will be interesting, and I hope you know praying for it that that through the what this winter is okay for you, because I understand that will be tricky. Um, uh, it's a big,
3: it, it's a big worry that's on our minds. Yeah, because everyone's in the same boat, and everyone's talking about it. It's just
2: it's our it's a place I've right
3: just, it's it's just biggest, I actually it wasn't fair, but. When it went up, it kept, it's been creeping up for the last two years. I think I told again the beginning of this year, I was crying. I'm always crying. I was, and I just said to him, I was like, don't even tell me what, what we're paying for food, because I couldn't cope. I couldn't cope with how, how much it kept going up. I was like, how are we meant to survive? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Um, so it's not really a thing we talk about, which is, probably isn't really that's good. Quite, but, that's,
2: that's quite a bit We had, <laughs> had a conversation about about 10 days ago. Two weeks ago, Aye. Whatever that was. Aye.
1: Um, but, but you said your eggs had increased in price, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I assume they're not 155%. You know, no. that would be a, a mass, you know. I, yeah, no, so no. That, exactly.
2: Not, so, but I, like, looking round about, I think you realised in the last year, compared to other things. No, 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 I'm just going to say, like, when, when we're sort of there or thereabouts. We're not like, yeah. We're living, we're no. Products, no. I don't think that I'm. Yeah. I think we're, no. we're not a million miles away, although <laughs> our costs are higher. We are we are being pretty competitive, I think, the I would I would for say
1: so do, For what we're doing,
2: we maybe shouldn't be, we should be maybe selling ourselves a wee bit better. But oh definitely. No, be maybe. that's that's a major downside there
1: was, I think. So I, I would yeah. completely agree with the competitive side. Absolutely agree. Um, as someone who bought a fair trunk of coffee at the Highland Show and didn't get to experience any of it. think, um, <laughs> I thought it was a bloody expensive price to not get anything, but it was it was a, it was a good price for you and the benefits. What you be doing if you're listening, fuck you. Um yeah. <laughs> was, uh, for, for reference to that for you listening guys. Uh, uh, we'll get into Highland Show and I won't mention anything about it yet. But we'll get into Highland Show in a minute or two. Um, Gordon Marie over there selling, and at uh, uh, Always go around the food hall on the first two days and then come back on the last day and actually buy stuff because like it's just a nightmare carrying stuff around the hill. Joe, so I came back to do my buying and uh, I don't know how much I spent, you guys, but probably you know twenty quid, thirty quid, whatever. And uh, I think I spent ninety five quid in total in the food hall. And uh, <laughs> I left my I left I left my bag in the SRUC tent and just went home.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Someone else, you uh, texted text me. He was like, thanks for the cheese, mate, and I was like. Thanks for the. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that was the story behind that one. But um, yeah, you, when you're on the deliveries, it's not just eggs. Yeah, there's more. What what else are you selling?
3: <coughs> yeah, we've got our own eggs, and um, we've got milk, honey. Um, we've added some products that we sell through our mobile farm shop now. So like, um tatties, herbal teas. Uh, Jams, Piccalilli, all that kind of thing, um, is added onto the deliveries at the moment.
1: And when you're talking about the, um, oh my God, the trailer. What's the word you use? The
3: uh, mobile farm shop.
1: Mobile farm shop. You said. Like, <laughs> Go. Um, tell us a bit about how that came about because I love this story.
3: you <laughs> am <laughs> not listening to video <laughs> I'm not
2: getting <kidding>, <laughs> No.
3: <laughs> oh we got. We, do you know what we built the shed? We had we had our hens, or Golden had his hens, and I wanted to kind of get.
2: We wanted to take more of our premium product about. We,
3: we seen that people were enjoying our product and what we were doing, yeah. and we're really supporting local. And I was like, well, why don't we get?
2: We wanted to take more of that experience to people within time, um, I, and uh, we sort of. I feel. I kind of came to you with the idea, but you developed it.
1: Ah, so and you I, said this so, last time, and you both disputed it. It is exactly
2: yeah, like, as up and Yeah, I kind of thought people who can't get from the town to farm shop like, there's a lot older people or people who can't drive or, or farm shops that aren't on public transport routes. I was like, why don't we take a farm shop to the town? Why don't we open a farm shop within well, the town?
3: My answer to that and is, it, we can't open a farm shop on a farm because we don't have a farm, so... Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> right, with, aye, we just thought...
3: It was an idea open with one, had, and, had, yeah, open a
2: know. farm shop within, in the town, yeah. so it was accessible for everybody, basically. Aye, yeah, that
3: and was, just,
1: just quickly, what town was the choice?
2: We didn't know we, this was the issue.
1: Right.
3: <laughs> He's saying that I looked at
2: some places
1: yeah, in no, Next and no. here Other really, really actually looked at me. Did I? Oh my god. Oh, so it? Right. It's it's. Do you know? Just I know. You know, story goes that didn't happen. But like the. Do you think, had the next thing being the trailer not appeared, you would have pursued this or not?
3: No. No.
1: Nah, just nah. it. It just doesn't. It strikes me as a fantastic idea that just will not work. No. Nah. Um. It's, I don't know why. Um,
3: we, I went, well, you we were working full time also, but I went and to a few places. They were fine, but I was like, I cannot look at these four walls for the rest of my life and just be stuck here. I was like, this is not, this is not for me. And that's when I came up with the idea, I said to Gordon when I went home that night, it was, well, why don't we take, take rural to town, like you're saying, but jazz it up a bit and just convert a horse trailer and let people go into that horse trailer. Um, the idea that I had with that was because my sister was moving house and instead of her renting a van or whatever we've got an eye for for the horse and I was like well we'll just take the couch and that so we took the couch, got into Kilmarnock and we stopped for a coffee and people were going Oh my God, is there a horse in that? Oh my God, oh my God, there's a horse trailer. And coming up to the, the horse trailer, I and I was I'm like,
2: see inside you...
3: There's a couch inside that. <laughs> um, so that's, <laughs> what kind of, that's what kind of started the idea of, well, why don't we let people walk into the horse trailer that's converted and it's got all Scotch produce and give them more of an experience of, so, like, I think we take it for granted walking in our trailers or just like being around the farms now because we're getting, we're used to it now but we're still friends with people not from farming and you kind of, of take two yeah. sides to it which i think is an advantage for us not coming from farming backgrounds
1: and like before we actually get into what you've done with the trailer please tell everyone about the buying set so, so, i just think it's brilliant just to say, yeah we'll get it
3: yeah the what sorry
1: when you went and actually bought it
3: oh <laughs> So basically I said to Gordon, I was like, look, why don't we do why don't we convert a trailer? And he was like, Absolutely not. That's that's not happening. That's just that's not, not even going to work. And I thought, well, look at that, I'll just start looking anyway. And uh, I found a couple down in a couple down in Yorkshire, this guy converts them. Um and he has some old trailers. So I was like, well, there's a couple in Yorkshire, why don't we go and look? So Gordon was like, right, fine. We went down there and the first trailer I seen, the guy opened the top door and it fell off. And I went, Gordon, that's the one. And he's like, no, you're shitting me. And I was like, well, no, that's it. <laughs> a- I can envision it, Gordon. I was like, that's the one. <laughs> um, but I think once Gordon had been down to that guy's farm and seen like what the trailers could look like um, at different stages of converting them, he, he suddenly kind of went, do you know what? I this could work because of the way people acted, with I for Williams sitting in command like, High. Yeah. He was like, this is actually a really good idea. Um, so, yeah, we we, picked, we we hitched it up and we left. And I think we got to Gretna, and then we got a flat tyre. And I think Gordon then started to regret it again. What have I done?
1: <laughs> I was loving
3: <laughs> I was so excited. It's
1: great fun. Um, Yeah, so, if, yeah, but am I right in saying you got it and didn't really do much with the trailer for a good while, few months?
3: Um, we got it and we totally underestimated the amount of work it was requiring. I yeah. totally underestimated it. At, the, at that time, we were living in a small village, um, so we had nothing. We had nothing under cover to put the trailer to work on it. So it kind of, I think we paint stripped it and took off the tin and kind of like, um, what's the word? like? Took all the rust and things out like off the chassis.
1: I'm not even gonna pretend another the word. No. Um,
3: I think we've done that first winter, but then it sat all... Did you
1: sand it? Did you sand it? No?
3: Couldn't sandblast it, because it was too delicate, tin- the tin was t- too delicate, so I had to uh. literally hand strip, I had to hand strip it. Um,
1: and was that your moment to be like, what have we done?
3: <laughs> what, Matt? I, loved- I, I was actually buzzing, hate- you I hated hate it, it but I was so
2: excited. I uh, see, I like ripping it to bits. I like taking the rotting off the side, ripping the floor out, all that kind of stuff I really enjoyed.
1: Just, it's quite
2: good crack, isn't it? Yeah. Uh it's a good laugh to stuff, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is not
1: its yeah, absolutely.
2: But the it, it, the paint it was essentially taking it to bits, but I was like, you just scratch the surface off. I know that sounds really stupid, but I'd rather set about something my like big hammer and my grinder than just batter it because it's better, I totally get it. Uh, it's better it, fun than just No,
1: I, I do have to say I, it And I saying.
2: like I get that the paint stripping is obviously it's a really important job in what we're doing we're still in the trailer, but <clears throat> um, I felt it was quite decent on a long time.
1: <laughs> I think it is. I think that's a big part of it, and why not everyone does this. Aye,
3: i definitely. It got to a point. I think gone could have sold it, and I was like, no, <laughs> it, it's staying there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, i looking at just... it it's stalled in the winter, and then yeah, the the farm across the road. He he said we could put the trailer in there to finish it off. So it was painted. And then it was painted may twenty twenty one
1: right, yeah
3: um, um but then it was kind of like it was the last kind of push. Do we leave our jobs to open the mobile farm shop? What if it doesn't work? How do we pay the mortgage? How do we pay the bills? All that kind of was in the back of our heads, um so I, I actually suggested to golden well.
2: We're, we're, we're,
3: uh, we're worrying about how we were going to pay for a mortgage and bills and whatever if we were going to try and push on working for ourselves. And I said, Well, why are we panicking about trying to pay for a house we don't want to be in in five years' time? Like, this is not the end goal. We don't want to be here in five years. So, why are we struggling? Why are we going to struggle to pay for a house we don't want to be in? Yes, yeah. Um, But I'm very much like, I'm Paul Southwell. I'm just like, it's very black and white. Yeah, you,
2: that's your, Like, that I think that's sometimes how you work quite early. Yeah, like, you come up with them. I don't want to say an impulse idea, that's not bad. I do don't, don't. very
3: black and white. Oh, uh-huh, you come up with things and like... I sit and
2: think and yeah. think. And then for, don't forget, we the name? Don't think about it. And then like a month later, or two months later, I'll yeah. come back and I'll go but, mind that thing you said. That's a really good idea. what
3: we I suggested <laughs> that in the January because the trailer was still sitting and not painted. When it was painted in May, I kind of said to Gordon again, I was like, well, what are we doing? Are we, like it's painted now, like we need to keep going. Yes. Um I didn't press you about it. I let you think about it, and I think it was in July. You walked in one day and you went, "Let's sell the house," and then I went, "What?" You <laughs> <then I> panicked.
2: <laughs> you can avoid. Like, no, no, no. I don't think so. Yeah, no,
3: because you're you're like you're sensible, whereas I'm like, "Nah, we are doing this. We'll do that," and you're just like you bring me back then. You're like, "No, no, no. Come on, think about it." But um, we sold the house and we moved in with my mum and dad. Um, like I said, I'm from a big family, so I'm one of nine. I so, think, it? I was going
1: to say, did you forget?
3: And, <laughs> I, I was going to say I'm one of eight, but I was like,
2: no,
3: no, no. I've got oh, eight siblings. Um, So my mum and dad still got the big house that we moved to when I was three, so there's six bedrooms in it. So we've essentially got like a little flat within yep. the house, so it just takes a risk away. And we opened the mobile farm shop May 2022. So it took a long time for a us
2: year, to be a year basically. House so the, th- the thing is, though, like the thing time- going from the trailer being painted and me to us selling the house to actually go right, we need to push on this was like five months. But then after that, there were still things that we done to it because we just essentially went out of time to do the, the initial thing. Yeah. Um, uh, aye, I, so those five months, I wasn't a massive amount of for really. Sure. We got there in the end. Yeah. In the end. No, absolutely.
1: And I'm going to quickly do something. I'm going to jump away from the trailer for two seconds and get back to it because what have we not spoken about? We've
3: got the bees, haven't
1: we? <laughs> oh we? We we filmed. I can't remember if we said this at the start of the episode, but for those who's listening, guys, we uh, we filmed this. As I said, you know, it took us 17 days to film um, <laughs> and. Uh, before oh, we got very to the amazing. end and we've been so excited to talk about well not just one thing but one thing i'd been so excited to talk about we sort of just finished we got the cheese board on the table we we're ready to enjoy the rest of the night and i sat it down and I, I saw chutney and i was like just in my head what else goes in jars honey <laughs> we never spoke about the bees so you guys well tell me about the bees
3: i, I wouldn't get too excited because we're still very much beginner beekeepers and we bee owner our mentor like I'm panicking all the time but we
1: crying. We had
3: or, our, what's that?
1: You, do you phone them? or crying or just? Uh, um, no, she doesn't
2: cry with the bees.
1: Right, good.
2: No, she's nice <laughs> to not cry. I don't cry are, that much, but yeah, you've to the you've trailer, you've to.
1: You've talked about crying three times. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I'm quite emotional. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um When we had those 110s, we were selling door to door and also. I uh, one farmers market a month, and we were buying local honey. And the guy we were buying honey from, we just kind of asked him, "Could we? Could you kind of show them the beehive?" I was like, "I've never seen inside a beehive." Um, Mm -hmm. and he showed us, and found it pretty fascinating. Um,
2: was just telling us little kind of snippet facts, and it was really
3: good. And he suggested that if we wanted to to get into it, just to do the course at the Air Beekeeper Association.
0: Oh yeah.
3: Um. So we done that. Um and we've now got, we've got three beehives and we're actually going to be taking our honey off, our yeah. supers are coming off yeah. the hives. hopefully, should be it, should be, it should be this week, but it'll be next week, mm. we'll get it done, so um, it's been a massive, massive learning curve and we're still learning. Um, yeah, so uh, basic, basically, I basically you do day. your
2: course know. and you get your bees through the association, they, you, you get bees from within your area basically for biosecurity, yeah. Yep. diseases into your area, which kind of makes sense. Uh-huh. Um. So you do the course, you get given them like allocated a mentor, basically. And they'll come and help you through your first kind of season. Obviously, beyond that, if you need it, because they're they're all pretty good. Uh, they're
3: actually really good. Um, so knowledgeable.
1: Um, is the contact um, called Chris? Chris Yuri. Yes. yes.
2: Do you know him? No,
1: I don't. But I filmed with him once. All right. okay. Oh. Oh.
2: Um, yeah. With Ray.
1: Yes, at, Doug- yeah. at, at, at Douglas House.
2: No, at Dumfries. house. <laughs> Douglas oh, House. Oh, anyway. right, okay, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we've not actually met
3: we've him. We've not yet. met him, actually. No. It's um, Julian Stanley. Julian Stanley. We always go in panic. Um, panic. <laughs> <theme>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, and Roger as well, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so uh, you get a piece through the association and they just kind of help you get started and get you up and going. And it's quite... Mm-hmm. It's a, it's so
0: really interesting.
2: I don't no. know. I, know. Silly, like, I feel like I'm going to let
3: this thing because you're pure bu- pure Buzzing. Um, <laughs>
2: buzzing.
3: <laughs> I spent too much time talking to you, Wallace. <laughs> no, the, the, the bees are
2: great. They're so...
3: Every time we open the hive, though, we are learning something new.
2: We're so like, fascinated by everything that they do. There's, there's like...
3: I learned, last time we opened the hive, I learned use your smoker because I get stung seven times. And I think I got stung, my Just hands were still swollen. I'm was sure. it Aaron's show?
1: You certainly never mentioned it. Um, oh, it must maybe. have been
3: just after It that. was round
1: about yeah. that. My finger. hands
3: have still got lumps on them from where they stung me. And it was like three weeks ago. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, you mentioned that. Yeah.
3: That. Oh. Ah,
1: you did. That's right. No, you did. i still got
3: lumps on my fingers. So always use your smoker and put on... Proper. We I had silly gloves on. It was so stupid. Yeah, we <laughs>
1: that
2: that sounds like we don't really know anything about these. We know something.
1: Yeah, you've just started out though. That's, that's how. It well, goes. that's well, that we're we'll taking then.
3: our first, our first, um, lot of money next the, week. So I'm going to get. I'm going to. attack. Oh, do,
1: a uh, I'll do no here, here. that might go very well. Like, right, get the right, right hashtags know, on there. I because
3: I'll probably forget to. I do half the stuff, now like,
1: i honestly think i'm at the stage now and it's tragic like i feel like i'm filming even when i forget i'm filming like i'm just doing it just because in case you might get something oh, um, okay. you'll get to that stage eventually you'll get to that stage eventually okay. um but i'm I'm glad we've touched upon the bees. um at least here you because know, I, I i did i did what i talked about last time and i know you haven't done it for long and I'm, but i just wanted to get into it at least a little bit um but i said we'd leave the trailer for a minute Uh, trailer's coming back to trailer now uh touring round, it's been going for what's that three months now um yeah uh going to different shows and if you're listening this will mean nothing to you if you're watching it will mean a bit to you in the background which has been very annoying for the last 90 minutes for me because (laughs) there is a little uh um what do you call it what would you call that don't move a wee second maria don't move it a wee second what is it called it's it's not a verse, what's that called um ticket card prize thing the thing that looks like the french flag anyway is like that close is like that close to being perfectly in line with the white and the the window but it's 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 just off and it's been painful for me the whole time but i didn't want to say it because i forgot i just noticed after we took record you won't be able to see it at the minute guys um so if you just show us could you just bring that to screen and make a noise so everyone can see it
2: make um, a noise <laughs> yeah but... Oh, but talk yeah. again well you're talking so that's fine like basically talking
1: in the All oh, right. All oh, right. So I think this is a first for the R2 cast. I think, now I said this the last time, Ross Pattinson, number 29. I can't remember if you have been at Highland Show uh, champion for something, but if you have, it's not a first. If you haven't, it is a first. Um, First overhead champion at the Highland Show. Could you tell us exactly what it is, Maria? No, no, two seconds. Gordon, could you tell us what the the, prize is? It's the champion exhibit in
2: Scotland's (sighs) land. No.
3: Oh, based
1: no. exhibit within Scotland's Larder. I was pretty close,
2: pretty oh, that was pretty close. Champions, <laughs> they than base based.
3: Well, no, that's not based exhibit within
1: Scotland's Larder. It's like, oh, you've
2: got the best sheep. Like, no, you have the championship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, this, this um, the trailer was only, well, it was more than a month old, but it was only a month old looking nice and actually being used. So, mm-hmm. how did that come about? What, how did you find yourself at the Highland Show and how did the prize come about?
3: Um, so we had opened we had opened the mobile farm shop early May, and a lot of people kept saying to us, "Are you taking us to the Highland Show? You going to the Highland Show with us?" And I was like, "No, like you have to have your applications in by January. Like I don't think there's a space for that if I don't see it at the Highland." Anyway, people kept saying, and me doing that thing of impulse again, I just said, "I'll oh, bugger it. I'll send an email and see if it gets space." Because people keep asking us if we're going. Um,
2: and this, this was is, bear this in is, mind. That this was like two weeks before, two three weeks before, isn't it? Aye.
1: Oh. It was in June, I, was, I
2: think. I was, I it. I, it was in aye. June. It was, like,
3: it was like the beginning of June, right? Aye. I was, aye. Um, so emailed them. Was not expecting a response. I thought whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, so bad. Um, but no, we got a response, and they said they had a space in the foot and they they loved our idea, and they would love to have us at the Highland Show, and I was like.
2: You, you basically yeah. turn around to me and you're like, I don't know, you were kind of like hesitant, but I was like, well, we can't say no. It sounds stupid. It's like, if you get the chance of that and being just like, just brand new, basically. Oh, yeah. You can't turn around and say no, but. No, you, there was, there was
3: not, there was never, there was never no, going was to be a no. A but it's just that moment of, oh, God, right. Okay, this is going to happen. Um, so it was like 10 days before the Highland show that they That's said crazy. like, yeah, like, can, can you come? Um. So it was
2: all just about me. You basically mail back to yes, that's great. We'd love to come, and then we went. How the hell are we going to do that? <laughs> yeah, which sounds stupid, but it's not a chance that you just pass up. Like,
1: well, no, no, you couldn't. No, no, you have to, and it's it's more than just an opportunity for you guys because you use are stockists to so a lot of different places near sure as well. opportunity. well
3: that's it. That. We when we mm. actually I was going to say I actually tried the night before because so I was that scared. <laughs>
2: I didn't. Again. I didn't. You actually said, you were know, saying to me like a few days before, you're like, what are we actually doing? Like, we don't belong at the show. I said, we don't belong at the Highland Show. What are we doing? <laughs> I mean, because it, like, we're, just, we're just not. There's people that know what they're doing at the Highland Show, and we're uh, just like, we just, wing it. Going... we
3: just wing it. Um, <laughs> but that was what we actually wanted to do as well. We were at the Highland Show. Obviously, we had a screener <laughs> and it's open that people can go into it, but we also had like our kind of crates and our tables set out. And we had all small producers from Scotland. So we had like our, our jam, which is handmade by one person. Our honeys, ha- obviously we don't have our own honey just now. So we have our local supplier. So he hand eh, labels all his jars. The, the head of tea we had hand-picked on an island. like All these small producers, I was like, well, if my business was given an opportunity, I would love if they put us at front. As well. Yes. Um, it's the same thing
2: again, like we're seeing it from both sides. We're seeing it from we've taken a sort of leap of faith in ourselves. Yeah. And and we think that if
3: these are quality products made hand <laughs> kind of by other Scottish producers, and I thought mm-hmm. they're in the same boat as us because all our eggs are hand packed and the boxes are hand labelled, it was all done by hands. So there's it's, nothing yeah, we'd appreciate that if somebody yeah. Done it for so, us. so they, they we were all like, they were all outside with our produce. Um so yeah, it was a bit mental. Um I think it was a Thursday morning. I was speaking to a woman, she came up to me with a clipboard and she was talking about it. and I just thought it was environmental health, doing their checks, obviously making sure we're doing everything properly and she started asking me more about awesome. us and I was like what the heck's going on? I was like what, what? Who is this? I was so confused. I just had to say it, I was like really sorry like what? What is it you're doing?
2: Because Kendra, she, she, was, nice she was
3: talking it, to me a bit, not all day, and I was like,
2: "It was like in the nicest way possible. Yeah. Like who are you? Like,
3: I like you're going to like, act to God. Why you? Why are you?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
3: was, I was so confused, and I was like, "Oh, like who are you? And she's like, "Um, I'm a judge. And I was like, "A judge for what?
2: Okay, she kind of faltered. and went well, I'm a judge for the judge, and I was like, what are you doing?
3: I you're we totally confused. <laughs> um totally confused. Um, I was like, you can tell it's her first time here. <laughs> um, but yeah, she they came back later on that afternoon with who was that See, I don't even know <laughs> it
2: oh, like what kind of was oh do You mean like after we'd actually won it? So
3: basically, they came up to us and said that you would won it, and there was all these people, yeah. So
2: there was no, there I was, well, there was so there was a two judges came back down, there was woman that came the first time, and there was another woman after that it was like the official judge. Mm. Um, so the two of them came back round. the game with a quick look round about you, questions, and that anyway. Once we'd won it, the two of them came back the Edinburgh
1: Provis. Is that right, Provis? All right. Well, I don't know who it is, but that is a thing,
2: yes. Yes, uh, so she was you know, she was there. There's quite a few people there. There was one, was it the head organiser of the show? Or one of the sort of organisers of the show?
3: Yeah. That yeah. sounds
2: so bad. Like, no, we, we genuinely had no but...
3: idea what was going on. We literally got we got told 10 days before, you've got a space. And then... Hi. Exactly. it was just... Uh, we didn't
2: actually know it was an award. We didn't know it was anything. It was just... I think
3: literally people could see we were like,
2: just deer cotton headlights. (laughs) We were like, what What is going on? And there was a photographer turned up, and Uh, it was just quite. It was mad, but
3: it was really fun. It was the
2: best kind of mad and like best kind of confused to be. And that's. And we said
3: world champion, and obviously, once the kind of excitement wore off, we were like, oh my god, oh my god. We both went, what have we won a world champion for? Like, It never properly, you know, totally, nobody properly told us. They just went, you've won overall champion. And I was like, brilliant, like...
1: like did, did they think we had a bull with us? Like, <laughs> this part, you know, I was so confused. Uh, I thought,
3: like, did we put chickens with like, <laughs> us? Um, it wasn't until the next day we actually seen a sheet of paper say that is what we've... The overall champion was the best exhibit in Scotland, Florida. And I texted my mum and dad and I was like, oh, this is what we won overall champion <laughs> for yesterday. That oh, was funny, wasn't it?
1: And, uh, you know, from someone looking in, uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys listening were at the Highland Show, um, there's always a lot of good stuff in the food hall. it looks brilliant, um, and I think I mentioned this to you last time, Orkney looked really good, Taste of Orkney had like a yeah, almost- um, Shetland. a lot of play- Was it Shetland, was it? Maybe it was
3: Shetland. Well, or- Orkney
1: was down in the Orkney left-hand Shetland. side, and then
3: Shetland was down like next to it.
1: That- Right. Yes. It was a
2: kind of top corner. It was. So, it. I think
3: it's a brilliant idea. Like, imagine like, you like taste uh, the barren, like all you know,
2: the, like, the islands. Yeah. I, I like. an eye. I. I, I, I oh, can't. I. So I know, so taste the island, but
1: you know what I mean. Like, no. Uh, no. You're right. It, yeah. and, and the whole place looked brilliant, as it always does. But you guys stood out big time. I do mean that. Um, I I It was. Had I known this was a thing, <laughs> like yourselves. Um it would be something that makes make it make sense. Uh, you absolutely deserve to win it. So um oh, well done on that. It was it was it was gorgeous. And and if you haven't seen the trailer, uh, make sure to check out the Wee brown hens on Facebook and Instagram. Maria's repping it at the minute. I think you are too, Gordon, but it's a wee bit harder to see with the colour. Um sort of yeah, the... <laughs> <laughs> just with the camera, but um I wanted to end on that note, the sort of overhead championship, sort of try and work towards that crescendo, but you guys are massive fans. I don't need to <laughs> ask you the last two questions. Um, well, what are the last two questions? Um,
3: I, don't, I don't know. I've never listened to this podcast for my life. Oh, have you
1: not? <laughs> Something
2: about what you had for your tea and what you're up to
1: next day. <laughs> Here it is. If you were a kitchen utensil, what would you be? I <laughs> ladle. Why did I think ladle as well? I thought I spatula. Know. Is
3: that a fish slice?
1: Yes, same thing. Right, I'd Dindam, do that, but so... are a bit dim. Because you're a bit of a fish. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the spatula isn't a fish. Eh? It's,
2: not it's a fish, fish, fish slice. No. I know a <laughs> spatula and a fish slice is different. No, we, we, no,
1: this, we, this we is what's worth and, and someone said a spatula so I could batter folk over the heat and I'm like yeah but you can't do that <laughs> <laughs> the person has to pick you up <laughs> you're just there you're just getting battered on someone's <laughs> heat <laughs> um so yeah uh, where do you see yourself in five years and if and it's a great question for you two actually uh, if you had any tips for folk coming into industry what would they be I want both I answer both
2: questions I
1: right. what one first sorry whatever one you want
2: See,
3: at, look at him. at him, he doesn't know. Um, in five years' time, obviously, I would love to have my own land, so uh, our own small holding or something of ours. Um, as I say, we're living with my mum and dad at the moment, which is absolutely fine. But our own, our own little small holding, definitely yeah. in five years' time.
2: Yes. Think, yeah, that. But to add to it as well, I think to increase our... Numbers and hands. I know mean, I mean, not that kind of idea, but <laughs> <Not> <laughs> a if we if we increase our numbers and hands and have a more, um, as much as a purpose-built shed, like and a, a, a proper purpose-built shed, like a.
3: Oh yeah, we built the shed ourselves, so there's, there's mistakes and flaws in that, but we've done it
2: ourselves. So yeah, we'd like to get to a number that was more than what we have just now, but still doing the same thing. So still doing like a a, a, mm. and a yeah. Maybe get some sort of wholesale things as well yeah. get out of our trailer more and push that a bit just yeah just it sounds a bit more of the same but bigger yeah and have have, have more things ourselves like our own, our own ground and our, our own sort of small holding and produce more to sell in our shop ourselves yeah absolutely
1: yeah that's mm-hmm.
2: that fair enough yeah, yeah. You <laughs> sorry should answer. no I know it's like aye but we've, we've both got the same vision of what we want to yeah. we really like
3: uh, tips for coming into coming into the industry? I would say say yes to every opportunity. Yeah, if, you know what? If you say yes to an opportunity, that makes you feel uncomfortable. That's that's going to grow you more than staying in your comfort zone. Like honestly, see if somebody told see if somebody told me the night before the Highland show you don't have to do it. I'd be like, that's fine. I won't do it.
2: You
3: know, you're never going to gain anything from staying in your comfort zone. So. Always say yes to every opportunity and especially to ones that make you feel uncomfortable, I think. Uh definitely getting into the industry.
1: that's quite a similar one to what um number fifty two Amy Wilkinson said. I think hers is the best one. What was it? She said, um 20 seconds of blind confidence and um, basically, uh-huh. that makes sense. Yeah, she just was don't like
3: think, just do it.
1: Uh-huh. Say yeah. yes, and then twenty seconds later you're gonna be like, What have I done? But that was, kind <laughs> was, that was kind of me. That was kind
2: of show you I sure like, um, like, have to say yes. So we said yes yeah, to for sure. mess, you know how you're going to do it. And it yeah. Um kind of I'm just gonna say it, I'm saying the same as you, but yeah, the same as that. But also obviously this is about farming and things, but I think you should learn as much about as much as you can. So mm-hmm. different areas of farming, like I know <clears> I've only really had poultry and dairy. But I would potentially when I was younger, I'd love to have went and looked sheep and looked the more beef cattle and more. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go and get paid like, you, but it doesn't matter. Like, see if you're not interested in it, go and learn something about it. Like when Maria was at college, she learned about soil. But she was like, "You said to me, you came home that day, and went, I can't believe we'll I'm of dirt today. It's so pointless." <laughs> and then and I realised. Then you realised how, how, good it was. how and even, If you even had like two or three lectures of that. You would have learned something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's things that I've heard, like from your podcast. Well, there's, there's silly snippets I've picked up, and I've, I've learned something about that. Now. And I think I learned
1: a lot from this podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, yeah.
2: I think there's so much. It doesn't matter what industry you're in; just learn something about something.
3: And you said something quite interesting about you? not not even just getting into farming, but getting into to business. and you're talking about real bad situation.
2: Aye, so like like
3: not only like getting into farming, but starting your own business in farming. Like Gordon had a...
2: Yeah, not aye. So just like starting your own business, probably farming because it's quite a big thing and it's quite hard. So when we had the first, when you had thirty hens, at the time,
0: something
2: like that. We had it was, it was small numbers, less than hundred. Um, we went and bought a wheelbarrow, and Maria turned around to me and she was like, "I can't believe you just spent fifty pounds on a wheelbarrow." And I like, oh, nearly cried, boss. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not a change. The wheelbarrow.
2: Oh, and she's like, it's fifty. I was like, aye, ah, but we need it for like working out and stuff, and like I couldn't believe it. I was like, that. That's,
1: it's like a tool.
2: it's like a tool you need, like yeah. You need a wheelbarrow, don't you? So, and it, it's kind of like looking back now. We used to, we used As, to say, we
3: used imagine
2: to we had a van that uh-huh. was with their own logo on it. People with vans, they've made it. They've made it and <laughs> That's van. what
3: we were saying. And
2: then, and then like last year we bought a van. And, and I'm like
3: got it all logoed and stuff. Uh-huh.
2: And I'm like, if we can sell enough eggs to buy a wheelbarrow, and then we can sell enough eggs and other produce and things to buy a van, and we're in our head and vision is to buy a small holding, I'm like, that is achievable like uh, just to be bit basically time. oh in it, in it.
1: cool i love
2: that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, like it sounds like right now it's like that is mental but considering where we came from buying a wheelbarrow was a big thing yeah to look forward and go we will never buy a van and we've done that so now we looking for we of never. no i'm not saying we'll never buy a song because i know we'll That's do the it goal. like but we've not ha- we've not had any grants
3: or subsidies. We we've had that small help. from You see. Right. But the other theory than theory that, theory. it's our own savings and uh, business yeah. money we put into it. So.
2: So essentially, I think what I'm trying to say is learn as much about it, as much as you can, and take small steps. Don't, don't do what I did and be at the very beginning. And go. I want a hundred thousand chickens and end of the day. You're, day. Never
3: go- you're never you're never going to start at the top. So just start.
1: Just. No, do- it's the same. And and like there's so many examples like that. Like this podcast. <laughs> You know, I just started filming it in Zoom and then now I've done 70. You know, like, that's how it works. Like it's, yeah. it's six. It's just how anything. Yeah, brilliant. And it's, yeah, it's brilliant to listen to you guys' story pretty much the same again for me, but for everyone else. And I'm not joking about that. Like, it's actually really nice and refreshing to hear it. And and just what's been built out of four years intense work, of course it's intense work, but um, and where we will be in five years is quite exciting, actually, just just to see... What can
2: be put into? I but th- if you yeah. if what you're saying there, well, it's like what we've done in four years, and you're saying what are we going to do in the next five years? That's more than doubling.
1: Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's
3: scary because
2: I'm going to so say, no, forget about all that. No, <laughs> if you think four years ago you were panicking about buying a wheelbarrow, in five years' time you'll be panicking about buying a second one. Oh. A second to that. <laughs> So it's what? like brilliant. I buy it. No, I know that's ridiculous, that that
1: is- that is- but you know what I mean, though. Like no, had a people. Is it is it ridiculous? Did you think you would be anywhere near where you are now?
2: I don't. I don't mean to. You see us quite often. Like, well,
1: in fairness, you thought you were going to sixteen thousand hens on day one, so maybe that's the wrong.
2: Question. <laughs> I am a mile behind where I wanted to be. <laughs> but, you know, like, you see, quite often, like you never want to see COVID was positive, but and I disagree. I always, Obviously, it was a horrendous thing for a it lot was. of people. It, it was. For, for still, farming, it, it, it still was, is. It, for farming, farming always benefits in a crisis. As soon as something yeah, bad so. happens, farming thrives. And I think that... Um, I've lost my train of thought then. Aye, yeah. so, like, I think COVID sort of basically boosted us into... the. can I say It sounds like everybody knows about us, but it, no, it sort of got... It just him, boosted, it, it just boosted, boosted us. us to get our name out yeah. yeah. there. It's, it's maintaining that and taking it forward and pushing it. And simple things like even this podcast with that interview with the, the paper a few weeks course, ago, mm-hmm. oh, the Scotsman, the High Show, all these things that sort of helped to just keep our momentum going. Mm.
3: But, we, but then again, we could have said no to all those things because we'd be too nervous, which we were really nervous. But you
2: it's have
3: your, to do it if you want to grow, you have to do it. It's your things. 20 seconds, yeah. Of,
2: yeah. 20 seconds of favour, whatever it was, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. no it's yeah, it's,
1: it's brilliant, and I, I love the tips, I love love the ambition to be in the same place, but I love when folks say that. I say this a lot a lot when folks say basically the same thing, but yeah. you know, maybe maybe more. Um it's it's been it's been real really good to sort of sit down and go through it again and funnily enough, when we first recorded, it was the longest time I had ever done a podcast. Yeah, it is now not the longest time I have ever done a podcast. Well. We've overtaken it again. Um, we've so done it again. I really I, to wow. I, I'm, gonna, close the screen I'm gonna I was like, go I
3: don't want to be about
1: 111 good. minutes, I think, at the minute. Um, but I, it flies by, doesn't it? Spoke for uh-huh. two hours again. Um, but no, it's it's been it's been, it's been really good. I've, I've I've very much enjoyed it again. Hope hope everyone else has as well. Yeah, um, sure they well. But I have one final question for you. Will you watch it or listen to it?
3: I will listen to it on Spotify, but I will not watch it. No way. No <laughs> see, way. Because see. I will look at the YouTube comments or something that's late and they going "Oh my God."
1: There won't there won't be many. I don't get many YouTube comments. Many. <laughs>
2: that's <laughs> that's a, that's as well as
1: <laughs> no, nothing to do well, with you guys. I you know
3: I cry a lot, so I'll just listen to it Spotify. <laughs> I'm
1: going <laughs> to create another account and come on and be nasty. No, well, <laughs> of course I won't do that. Um, you fear I've not actually ever watched any of them. For sure, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, which that's the case for a lot of folk, in fairness. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been great. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed being on yourselves. Yeah, yeah. thanks yeah. for
3: having
1: us on. Yeah, thank you. Not at all. Times two. Uh, it's not as it's been good last week we were over in america with uh, well we weren't over in america we're speaking to andrea and america from minnesota uh, today we've been an airshirt with uh, maria and gordon talking about were hens so go and check them out instagram and facebook as i said and tiktok actually very funny over there uh, on tiktok as well uh, next week uh, number 60 so yeah, another another milestone for number sixty. It feels only like yesterday we did number fifty with you and you uh, and Emma, um, but number sixty we're heading down to Oxfordshire with Carl Franklin, which is the hardest word for a Scottish person to say um, on the I planet. The pretend farmer.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Interesting chat because Carl Carl left school uh, to get to get into shipping, and uh, now here he is. I think he's twenty eight or twenty seven, something like that. Uh, with not a small flock of sheep anymore. He's got 93 breeding yows He's worked up to this. So it's been quite a quick thing he's done in four years. And what we get into speaking about a lot then was the fact that everything is yellow down in England at the minute. So um, yeah. now this was filmed about a month ago. So we get into that. But uh, yeah, we'll see you next week um, for that. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, yeah. And yeah. yes. That's thank you. Thank Grand. You. Well, thank you very much, everyone. See you for episode number 60.
0: Well, that's it, another R2Cast finished, another agricultural mind opened up and I would just like to say that getting these guests on board eh, does take time eh, and it always has done but I've now went weekly and with that comes even more time required and I would just like to finally thank once more The Scottish Farmer for sponsoring the show and making that much more possible. Please be sure to get in touch if you've any ideas of people you'd like to see on the podcast or maybe ideas you have for me presenting better because I definitely do require that. See you in the next one.